What are you getting? Well, I'm getting a bounce, mm -hmm. um, but there's a lightness within it as well. Interesting. Yeah. You know, honey, it's a yeah. very tricky color, and I'll tell you why. Mm -hmm. Terry and uh, I worship an unconventional deity, the power of another dimension. Now, you're not going to read about this dimension in a book or in a magazine or uh, in a newspaper uh, because it doesn't exist anywhere except in my own mind. Good afternoon. <laughs> nice. Really? Are you kidding? Really? That's I'm, how we're going to start? I'm just coughing in solidarity with the queen. Our... Sorry. The, the, the queen? Queen kleptocracy. Kleptillery, you mean? Kleptillery. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah, wah. This is the David Allen Show. It is September the 8th. September the Ocho, 2016. Uh, how many more days till this lovely election thing gets over? 60, what, one, two? Uh-huh. Before. Yep. Before Christmas. Before America is no more. Okay. Potentially. I'm just saying. You're just saying. I'm just saying. We are um, blessed again, what? maybe, Who? to have with us for a second week in a row. Two weeks in a row crazy jay is here again hi jay good evening hey hey jay <clears throat> well oh we oh Moo, did you guys um have a good non-working day celebrating your work last weekend on monday oh yeah i celebrated <laughs> oh wait <laughs> i forgot oh it's like every other day uh-huh <clears throat> no i actually uh I had a good day. No, I don't know. That's nice. What? What about you, Jay? <clears throat> I can't can't remember the day. No, I had a good day. It was actually, Monday. Actually, yeah, no, I had of, a good day of this week. Had a good day. Spent Earlier some, this week. Spent some. Sp <coughs> spent some extra time with my wife. Well, it was great. How nice of you. Yes. Well, good. Yes. Yes. Actually, it was a great day. How about you? Uh, I happened to be down south in <clears throat> the Iowa. State of Iowa, just kind of fun. Well, we went Friday until uh, Tuesday morning. Actually, came back Tuesday, and it was kind of a long weekend. But we have some uh, friends and that happen to be clients down there. Um, I guess they're friends first. We tend to do work for them, so that's kind of a, a combo trip. We got to work and play at the same time. It was cool. Fun. Had a good time. Um, even in Iowa. Even in Iowa, I know. It's strange. We avoided Ankeny and some of the other places. I don't know why. Iowa. Iowa. Isn't that Iowa? What's, what's Ankeny? Iowa. It's a town in Iowa. Iowa. Oh, it is. Iowa. Is that how you say that? Iowa? Iowa. Iowa? I think it depends on where you're from. I spent some time in Des Moines. Desmond is? Yeah, but uh, <clears throat> they're pretty citified. So it's Iowa. So like, if they have a like a really fancy party in Des Moines... Do they serve hors d'oeuvres? Sure. Okay. How would you like me to answer that? I wasn't at one of those. Oh, okay. Just wondering. Just trying to be consistent. Continue. <laughs> what? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Uh, well, Google. okay. Des Moines. See, I was French. with you. I was with you. <clears throat> I just was, <laughs> was more silent Morbidly from the sheer. Curious. I wasn't sure if. If you were serious, 
because you're that unintelligent, <laughs> or I just wasn't sure. They're they're both French, <clears throat> so <clears throat> thanks to a function of their search software, Google could have years worth of your conversations recorded. And you can hear it for yourself. Oh, yeah. Your cringeworthy history can be heard and viewed along with a list of all your searches at your personal Google history page. The feature was built into Google's search function as a means of delivering accurate search results. However, the sheer accuracy and amount of data Google restores or stores is chilling. The good news is that you can turn it off and delete it. And at the end of this article, we'll show you how. I'm not going to go that far. So uh, if you go to history.google.com forward slash history forward slash audio. Do that. Go Already there. did it. Did they have anything on you? No, because I didn't have the uh, audio search. History.google.com history forward slash history forward slash audio. But I also deleted all of the searches that I had. So I don't have any, and then I deleted it again today. <clears throat> oh, so you go through and you clear out your search so no one you, can know what yeah, you're doing? Yeah, it's not just mm -hmm. audio, but it's also oh. searches. <laughs> yeah. No, I had nothing either because I don't use, and apparently if you use the Google app on an iPhone and talk into it, then that it will record those things oh. for searches. But why would you do that, that on an iPhone if you have Siri? Some say it's better. You get different uh, results. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh -huh. I have no activity. Yeah, I, I, I didn't either. But I think it's interesting that uh, it's there, that it records it, unless you go back and keep listen to it, I guess. Yeah, Which, but... I mean, wouldn't that be awesome to find that on people that drink a lot? To hear what they have to <laughs> right? say. The, the, the drunk, the drunk hey, recording. Hey, sir. Hey, Cortana. <laughs> Uh-oh, did your, did, your, did your computer just wake up? No. Hey, Siri. Hey, uh, hey. Hey, Siri. Oh, none of you have that turned on. No, mine's turned on. Oh, what hey, is? Siri. Broken. Is hey, it turned Siri. on? Oh, well, maybe I don't have it turned hey. on. Hey, does I it have to be plugged into the wall to work? No, mine, I've got an SE. You don't have to turn it on. Oh, but I've got, I'm in do Ooh, not. That's the SE? Yeah. Oh. I'm in do not disturb mode, though. Ooh. Oh. SE, that's that's exciting. Do you like it? Uh, Yeah. What did you have before? Uh, the 5. 5S. Okay, so you so just. So, essentially, yeah, it's, the, it's just the same thing, but faster. Mm -hmm. well, it's got the guts of the six, I yeah. believe, right? Yeah. The camera, the back camera of the six, which is fantastic. <clears throat> yeah, but I don't appreciate you don't care. that. Mm -hmm. I don't appreciate it. This is so. why just yesterday they released the new iPhone 7. I didn't even look Plus. at the specs. But I did see that not only did they release the 7, but the the thing that I thought was really cool, because I didn't even look at the iPhone, is they released, uh, they're also releasing those completely wireless earbuds. I see those. Excuse me. It's called an AirPod. Get it right. Really? The Apple AirPod. Those are the. That's the name of the earbuds. Air AirPod. Okay. It's so, AirPod. So it only works. Hundred fifty nine dollars. So it only works with an iPhone seven. Uh, no, or no, 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 no. Well, it's, it's it's a some. They they didn't say that it was Bluetooth, but it's some sort of new wireless thing they're working on. But it's got to be Bluetooth at some point. So but it's it's could crazy. Could you get it for your iPhone six or yeah, five? I, I think it will go back. So then it's Bluetooth. <laughs> I assume yeah. yes. Yeah. They just didn't say Bluetooth. They called it some W one. I tooth. I don't know. I I did see that they're also adding uh, real time collaboration in their iWork product to try right. to. 
try to compete with, with Drive, uh, I think, and my and Office, right? Office three sixty five and Google Drive. You know, inter- they didn't even say they were going to compete with Office. They said they were going to compete with Google mm-hmm. because I don't know they can't compete. Well, with but but the the Microsoft products are I think they are the most widely used apps on <laughs> an Apple device. <laughs> are <laughs> they really? Oh, yeah. When it comes to collaboration like that. So, and they haven't touched iWork for, man, years. They haven't done anything with it. So, this was a big deal for them to come out with a with some new tools for that. Mm. So, I'm intrigued a little bit. Uh, I've always kind of shied away from the huge, <clears throat> huge phone because I think it's huge. And, I mean, David's got one and it's huge. Well, it's because I'm old. Well, clearly. But, <laughs> you know, I, I was really excited about the SE because it's the same footprint as my 5S, which is You've got, and I, I intentionally didn't go to the six mm-hmm. because of the size. And right. when they released the, I SC, was totally jazzed that they were just doing that. However, I was just kind of waiting for the price to the drop. The seven plus, the big seven now, the camera in it to me makes it worth me sucking it up with the big size because they put there's two two cameras in that thing, dual twelve megapixel cameras. One has a wide angle lens, and one has a tighter lens. So you basically it uses both of them, and then you have the option to do a 2x optical zoom, and so then it just switches cameras. It's nuts. Wow. And it's got some crazy like depth of field math in their in, in their uh, image signal processor, their ISP chip, which actually does all the work. I mean, yeah, the lens and the sensor is good, but that processor that reads everything, they say that it does, what was it, over a billion calculations every second or or every instantly to get that um, for it to do its job because it's reading the scene, recognizing people, knowing that, okay, this is a person. If you're in portrait mode, because there's a new feature in it, it's portrait mode. If you look at um, taking a picture in portrait mode, it's going to look at for the people and say, okay, that's a person. We want that tack sharp and the back. We want to kind of blur, give it that portraity lens blur. So it's doing a lot of math to actually create a different look and feel. It's great. And they actually like talked about this in the keynote, which is weird because they went into some like nerdy stuff to try to sell this. And wow. it totally changes. <clears throat> They're allowing developers to access the raw data, an actual DNG file, which to me, that's a, a game changer because I could put Lightroom, the Lightroom mobile app on the 7 Plus and have almost all of the editing raw editing function on my phone take a picture a raw image with my phone and do the same stuff i could do with the stuff i shoot with a canon so you know that voice you hear in in charlie brown when the teacher is well, speaking well, yep. yeah yep just saying i heard i heard the word camera <laughs> I, I heard camera <laughs> i heard raw data but it had no relevance but, to what it means to but me. actually when you go to a shoot you're not you're not going to bring the iPhone because people just wouldn't respect you at that point. No, but... But you almost could. You could, and it removes almost, especially with this other camera they've built into it with a little bit longer lens, Huh? it removes the need to carry another camera, like just around town. Now, I, I mean, I've told people to do this. <clears throat> you have a phone in your hand, don't carry a camera with you. Yeah. The problem always is, is the zoom. That's always been the issue. So you've got to oh. get close and you can't zoom. There's no optical zoom on the current, any of the current iPhones. None. Any zoom is done digitally. So basically you're taking that whole image and you're just cropping in and oh. then making it bigger. And it's using some math to make it seem a better quality, but it's really not a better image. This gives you 2X 
optical with no change in the it's not zooming in the data it's not making the pixels bigger sure <clears throat> is it still over your head no nope, i'm with you <laughs> no it was the whole you no know, i know yeah. raw data on the dng and the so the, a raw file just so you know jpeg file you know what that is a yeah. jpeg image um that is a compression so basically it needs a certain amount of data oh to you're make speaking my language now data i'm getting I said i'm data. getting the compression and the data so i'm with you the image sensor sees tons of data. It sees way more than our, our eye can see. But the camera says you are a JPEG based on the, the settings of the camera. We read the light and this is what we need it to be. And so it gathers the amount of data it needs to make it look like it thinks it should and then throws the rest away for its file size. So they have a small file. So it's basically a filter that... Filters out it's all not the really other a filter. stuff. It's, it's just we only need these four pieces. Now we have a hundred pieces, but we only need these four or five to make it look like we think it should look. So we, we're not going to keep the rest. It actually goes away. A raw file does the same thing visually, but it doesn't get rid of any data. So you can still. So then I can go back and then change it. And it's crazy, um, like shooting weddings, shooting skies, and it looks like it's blown out. We can actually bring all that detail back. It's there. You just can't see it. A JPEG file throws it out because it doesn't need it, mm. but a RAW file does. So the fact that we can now gather that same data from this tiny little camera in your your phone is just it's mind blowing. So why do you think they're going to that length? What why what's the they want? They've sold over a billion iPhones, which is insane if you think about it. Uh, but is that more. enough to draw the mm -hmm. non geeky crowd? If you or you or anybody could, well, could could buy the new latest iPhone and get out of the box, get fantastic looking pictures. That's a seller, big time sure. seller. Because now I don't have to go spend another thousand dollars on a on a camera, and there's a million of them that you got to pick from, and but I got to decide which one I want. General iPhone user is not gonna go spend a thousand bucks on a camera anyway, though. Oh, you bet. I think so. A lot of the people I know do. I I, I have people. That I know. We actually have some clients. His people. That have better professional grade gear than I do. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> they can. Because they have money what? and yeah. it's it's singing I mean, a it hole. Just, it just is what it is, but the reality of the I game is- I feel like is... I need to start taking a shower and dressing differently when I come over. <laughs> if those are your friends- No. no. Hey, I like comparing lawnmowers with people. <laughs> so, Yeah. So do I. Speaking of that, I got to play with a uh, a mini skid loader in Iowa, a Toro. Oh, you know, a skid loader. Bobcat, oh, the little you know, tiny no. ones? The ones you stand on the back and you got oh, the controls geez. here? Oh, jeez. That was cool. I want one. Problem is they're $20,000 still. Yeah, and so your point is? I want one. Yeah. Those are more for factory use, though, or warehouse use. Warehouse use. With a bucket on it and big grabber thing and scoop? No, it's for if I'm digging around my backyard, I want to move dirt and is not it on have tracks. To uh, it's got well, this one wasn't, but you can get them on tracks. But it's got four wheels and they run same same control. Wow, it was, it was cool. Like I had used his twenty years old the one he had, but it was really cool. You know, I moved some gravel and played around on it. It was kind of cool. Huh? You pick up a thousand pounds though. Really? Yeah. Just a Nuts. thousand. Well, I don't know, probably more, but it, oh, I mean, they they were picking up blocks on pallets and moving them around, and it was maybe you could rent it out to get like fat people out of the houses, you know, when they get really big. And Is that where to... we're going? Well, sure. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. 
So back to the iPhone. We've ended up here. Uh, they they released uh, their edition <clears throat> two of their Apple Watch, which. What does it do? Uh, they're <laughs> it's swim proof. So, fifty meters. It's for how long? For. I don't know. Is it how long does it take you to go fifty or... meters down? Well, it's just like any watch is resistant down to so many meters. So you could throw it in the pool and then and go good. and get it an hour later and it'd be fine. I assume. <clears throat> I don't know what the actual time is, but the, it's crazy because they have they have one hole in there. Was that a pun? What? It's crazy. What? No. What the actual time? Oh, hey. Is? No. No. Okay. Uh, not on purpose. Um, they, they've tried to seal up all the holes, but they have a hole because there's a speaker in it. Okay. okay. Because you can talk to it. Anyway, they've made <laughs> the coolest thing in the world, apparently, to some people. And it's kind of neat. When you are done swimming your workout, you know, so that's, the idea yeah. is you sell it to swimmers. You're done swimming. When you end your workout, yep. it sends a frequency to that speaker to empty the hole of water. So it vibrates to empty that hole. So then it's cleaned. It's just the little things that are cool that they're thinking about. It's just wow. weird. Wow. What if you just take a shower? And, yeah, and fine. you don't think about pushing the button? I, it's a good question. Oh, sorry. I was working out. I was washing my hair. <laughs> yeah. I've Maybe it like, well, I got nothing. So, you know, <clears throat> yeah, I'm like a tech guy. But I'm not a gadget guy. Two very different things. Like my dad is a gadget guy. He'll pro- he probably has an iPhone seven already. How much does an iPhone watch cost? Uh, three sixty nine. Is that the new one? Yeah. Okay. The, what's and, the iPhone seven? Oh, the the iPhone. That's the watch. Yeah. What's the what's the iPhone costing? The seven is like six forty nine. The seven plus starts at I think seven fifty or seven sixty with mm. a plan. Uh, no, that that's buying outright. Um, and they upped the size. Thirty-two gigs is now the smallest, except in the SE. The SE you can still get a sixteen for some dumb reason, but in everything else, the smallest phone is sixteen gig. I mean, a thirty-two gig, which is so nice because the sixteen is. gig is dumb. Yeah. But nowadays, with the apps and everything, are ridiculous. Word, up, up. I'm sorry, you were talking about you're a gadget guy. Your dad's a gadget. No, know. I'm not a gadget guy. So you're it's not. Like a, it's a different world. I'm just not a gadget guy. Oh. I I have probably the world's most underutilized iPhone. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, and and Maybe the new the, world. the 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 fingerprint reader, the home button, which talk is in the eight. They will not have a home button anymore. It'll be something on the screen. You just put your finger on. It'll be built into the glass. That's the the talk. But the new um, on the seven, the button doesn't move. That's taptic three D press so um, which means you push it down it's got a vibrator underneath it that will actually give you the the reaction you you are used to uh-huh. it will buzz at you and make you feel like it's moving it's no movement there it's like the brand new macbook macbooks and macbook pros the like a mine if i click it it actually moves yeah. it's clicking nothing it doesn't move at all you push harder on it it feels like it you can hear it in your head because it's vibrating it's giving you feedback but it's not moving it's the weirdest thing because if you think that it's clicking, but it doesn't. <laughs> it's weird. But the, there, it's all pressure. That would be like, 
okay, you buy a new car and the they no longer have a brake pedal, but they put a brake pedal in there for you to push, even though you don't, or, and it doesn't go down. It just makes you feel, I mean, I don't know why the, they didn't just move forward and, and kick that part out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Why would you, why would you keep the click in? Just to satisfy somebody who... Well, because you need it. We, you need that feedback to know you did something. And so I, I don't think it's some like frivolous thing. I think it matters because okay. if you push on something and nothing happens, you're going to... Our natural re- response is to push it. But if I get feedback, I know I did something. Okay. I know I pushed it to the limit. I pushed it far enough. But if you push and hold, it's like on that, if you push down, I think there's 3D touch... No, maybe not. Maybe it's just on the 6S, Maybe. Which is you push harder. Yeah, yeah, it's 6S. You push harder yeah. on it and different things come up. So you yeah. can have multiple layers of, of access just by how hard you push. Are it's they, cool. Are they having any uh, new I, uh, Mac laptops coming out this? iMac laptops? Or no. N- Mac? Not, I, um, not a Mac. They, Apple they, you're laptop. such a fool. <laughs> what? iMac I, I laptop. I don't even know what you're talking oh, about. Goodness. I'm not a gadget guy. What a foolish man. So, are they having anything coming out this Thanksgiving? Uh, there's all likelihood they will, in October, do a an iPad announcement. But, but not a new laptop. I, well, and it could be both. It could be upgrades on all that it's probably not going to be a new machine it's probably just going to be internals that get up, updated and such but what i one thing that's cool about apple i mean they're huge and they're insane and they think they're the best thing ever um is they get they tr- every year when they upgrade their products but newer better faster the price typically stays the same so they've pretty much sat in the same point for years. You just How get a better until product. they create a MacBook that's like the Surface Pro, where the the screen comes off and that is your iPad. Well, they almost have that with the with the iPad Pro. Oh well, see there you go. See. So the only thing you're missing is the extra stuff, but <laughs> Apple makes two computers that can really edit 4K video. Like stuff flawlessly. One of them, I think, is their Mac Pro, which is their cylinder. The other one is a um, iPad Pro. <laughs> That's crazy. But this is the David Allen Show.
DavidAllenShow.com. Um, I think it might be enough enough tech talk. I don't know. That always intrigues me. I I I, I kind of look forward to these new these new things they come out with and the the technology that they do. And every other year with Apple, it's a new you know they kind of redo the phone. I kind of assumed that they would redesign it all. Other than the camera system, that's the only thing they really designed. That, that they changed the the physical look because the back um, has two cameras on the on the plus. But why would you change something if I mean, and because at, they're Apple, every two years they've done it. Well, yeah, I know there's planned obsolescence and things, but yeah, because people spend money. So the thing that we haven't discussed is they um, eliminated. A eighth inch. Oh yeah, yeah, jack. yeah, yeah. yeah so no, no more, more. So that's gone. No more analog no more headphone, headphone jack. jack. Yeah. Is that to make it uh, waterproof? No, it's supposedly to force you to Bluetooth. It took courage. It took courage for them to go away from a hundred-year-old technology. It took courage, and they told us that on stage. It was a courageous move for them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which is insane. Okay. Well, day. in one sense, people could say, no, I'm not going to buy it. And I had know. read, uh, I seem to remember seeing a cl- uh, seeing something. I don't remember if it was Apple, but uh, they were getting rid of that jack because that was the force in which it required phones to be a certain thickness. And by getting rid of that, 
Mm. Which makes all the sense in the world. They can look break. At, yeah. They can break a size barrier, right? Because if you look at the the lightning plug, which is their power plug and their multi use, and they one of the things they said is, well, like we said when we came out with this new lightning plug, uh, it's way more versatile, so we can do more things with it, which is not just power. We can do transfer. You can hook it up and have this be a remote device hooked up to something else, uh, like my my drone that I have. Um, if an iPad's plugged in via lightning, it's now real time feedback to what's happening on the machine Mm -hmm. that's out there you know hundreds of feet away from me all through that lightning and that's cool and so they're saying they can now add a uh, ad or da whatever dac converter digital to analog converter to go um turn that into an analog signal to send through your ears so the new headphones the earbuds are they kind of like the ones that hillary wore um Last night? No, no, because they look different. They now, instead of having that eighth-inch plug, they have a lightning plug, which nobody talked about that I could hear or see or read. But how then now do you plug in your headphones and charge the phone? You don't. Right. You need wireless headphones. Right, which is that's the piece that, that makes me the most irritated with the thing. I love, I mean, I have no problem going to a different plug. I don't care. And the nice thing with the new 7, if you buy it, in the box is a Lightning 2. Um, 3.5. Yeah. So so they give you that option. So you can have the adapter. But you still can't plug into power and plug into that. But they don't have a, like a, I suppose that would. What? Like a dual, you know, uh, what do they call it? Someday. Oh, like, like a Y so adapter. Well, oh, yeah, I, so you I, I bet put... you could buy one for twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah, uh, sure. I, I mean, I would. I'll be surprised if they don't have that. Yeah. On in the store right away, oh. so you can charge and do that. Yeah. Just like on the new MacBook, the but little one. You know, one. wireless headphone. If you're going to spend seven hundred bucks <clears throat> on a phone, is it really that far of a spre- stretch to spend another hundred on wireless? No. And, well, and I think that's why the, their ear pods or air pods, whatever they're called, um, that's why they're one, what, 169, 159. Those things are pretty insane, though. They look more like hearing aids. They're so small. Well, did, well, did you see them? Yeah. With the thingy hanging out? No. I didn't see anything hanging out of them. Oh, yeah. I saw that. So... The way it works is it sits in just like normal. The other they, they redesigned a few years ago. They redesigned, they reimagined, they totally like came up with a whole new kind of earphone that goes in your ear and has this white. And they made the design different, added some ports and weird things. And so it supposedly fit more ears. And so the way it sits in there, it's not the best fit anyway, but it was better than the originals. I mean so the ones that come with the ones the that phones, come with the phone currently. They're horrible. Well, yeah, they, that, they didn't change that design. It's exactly the same. Well, I, I don't get it. So, I mean, it doesn't fit. I, I, I don't get that at all. So they have that, and now you have this piece where it normally would come down and have the cord attached. That's a piece that's probably, I don't know, an inch long that then hangs down. So you look like you have some weird thing falling out of your ear. Earrings. Yep, from the hole in your ear. <laughs> but is it? Is it? Shaped the same way as the identical. garbage they have? Identical in the ear. Same, well, then why same would you get it? Because because it's Apple, and they know best, and you will like it. Ow. Clearly, right? It takes courage for them to do this. The coolest part about it is that the bottom of those little thingy, those microphones. So it's a full, like, talky back and forth thing. And 
Yeah, but you can't put it in your ear. You can. It just might fall out into the you know the ground and you lose it. Well, yeah, I, maybe if you're laying there, it 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 works fine. You know, or at least one of them does when you're laying on your side because you can only, just rest it in your ear. The only way to charge it is in the case it comes in. And so they have to go back in the case with the lid shut to be charged. That's it. That's the only way it'll charge. Well, I guess they'll, they'll so have a booming comp- sale in adapters, huh? <laughs> right? I, I don't know. And five hours battery listening on the ear thingies. But it'll still and do then, Bluetooth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You could, so you could, so buy, you just you could buy your own. doing your Bluetooth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have that already, so you're fine. Although yours don't look near as modern and hip as Apple's, clearly. Okay. Yeah, clearly. But again, it, it's a ton of like tech they're building into these tiny little ear things. One nah. of them is it's got sensors in it, so it knows it, which one is, if it's in. If it's not in, it doesn't play, so you're not wasting battery. You put it in. You put two of them in, it's in stereo. You put one of them in, it now switches to mono, so you that's get everything. Kinda, that's smart. It's cool tech. It really is. So these have been out for like- They're, they're not out. They won't. You can't buy them until October, nope. but they, they announced them yesterday. They're out. They announced them yesterday. Uh, there's already complaints. You cannot use them while you exercise because they fall out. Oh, okay, Th- that's probably like people that have had them for. Uh, like, this has been this Business Insider magazine. So okay, so they probably got some test. You're units. just not in the know. They got test <laughs> units, but you can't buy them. I can't buy them. You can't buy them. But uh, these, maybe they, your they... friends with the twenty thousand dollar front end loader could buy them. <laughs> but uh, again. Why don't they give options? I mean, you can get some that have a have a piece that'll go around your ear, so They'll it will fall out of. Your, I mean, they do. It's called Beats. Yeah, aftermarket. And, and, and the Beats, um, but on I mean, your ear, the, uh, yeah, attached oh, yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. but it's it's this new wireless thing they're doing that connects weirdly, um, and and so because they own Beats now, they have that, and they made a new solo headphone. Apple owns Beats. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Um. <laughs> Uh, they made a new wireless, this wireless Bluetooth thingy, uh, Solo 3, I think. 40 hours of battery life, which is pretty cool. But they're big, big cans over your ear. Yeah. But I mean, so, so they are pushing people into their, into their, uh, they're hurting cats is what they're doing. They're creating but a. Here's a thing. A it, thing. Do you t- remember when tele- Sony did this with Beta? It worked out. And VHS. <clears throat> Sony tried to force everybody into beta. Yeah. Do you remember? You're old enough yeah. to remember that. Well, no, it, it's it the Blu-ray so well. and the HD DVD. It's the same thing. Yeah. Because Blu-ray, you yeah. know, they, they came up together and then Blu-ray won. And now if you have any HD DVD stuff, it's useless. You cannot buy a player. It's absolutely like useless. It's a disc you should just shoot because it has no, no bearing at Let's all. Let's do that. We should. I've got property. Ooh. <laughs> I don't have any of those DVDs. It bothers me about <clears throat> about this uh, because I, we know that that science says what science says, but uh, having a, a Bluetooth or having this wireless electronics, we don't know what effect that has on people. I mean, uh, the Telegraph in the UK came out with a article that said modern life is killing our children cancer rate in young people up 40% in 16 years. I mean, how Do much of care? that how much of that is is can you um attribute potentially to all this electromagnetic energy that's going through the air that we're dealing with every that our bodies are saturated with. I mean, from the Wi-Fi to the Bluetooth to everything else. I'm with you. 
it doesn't matter because it's cool and it's the next best thing and I got to have it. See, I'm that guy at home that like does not let my wife or daughter put the laptop on their lap. I make them use like a table a table. Tray. Yeah. I'm that guy. Well, good for you. My, my daughter. Yeah. She's got the eye roll down pretty well, but I'm that guy. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Good for you. <clears throat> I'm just wondering when when um, are they going to uh, roll out the implants that you put in their forehead and your right hand? Is well, that this year or is that it has to come 2017? Point, doesn't it? <clears throat> that's the twenty. That's the 2018 model. 2018. Got it. Let's see. I totally get that. That's there's no way that's going to stay in your ear. Yeah. Well, you business, know, looking at business picture, insider no way. said it yeah. doesn't. It can't. Yeah. Because I mean, the ones that don't, it doesn't. So right. then, why would they do that? that? Right. Thank you. <laughs> it, it it's cool. Yeah, it looks like some kind of weird sci-fi movie. Yeah. Like where where the device takes over your brain, like puppet masters or something. But there's a company know? called Bragi, B R A G I. Go Boy. look them up. No. The, okay, I will. B R O Bragi, B R A G I. Dot com. They have uh, a th- headphone. These are uh, independent Bluetooth headphones that fit, you know, independently in your ear. The crazy part is they have, uh, is it their Dash, I think? I think that's the one. The wow. Bragi yeah, Dash. Yeah, those, pr- those literally are like. Yeah, it makes you look like you are uh, in, what's that movie? Uh, Person of Interest. They, you know, you're always talking li- in your ear. They literally look like hearing aids. Mm-hmm. But they're great, and they have sensors. If you look at the dash, if you look down in them, they have a bunch of sensors that are supposed to rest. You know, they they read your they read your heart rate, temperature, all that stuff. So they are capitalizing on you wearing this, and then using you know like getting data you know for different medical analysis analyses. Also, you can swipe forward on it. I think forward or backward. And it then <laughs> it opens up isolation so that you can hear around you without taking them out. And then when you want to close it, you swipe it the other way and it just shuts it off. So there's little microphones poking out that then allow audio to come in. You can turn those on and off with just swiping on the outside. So it's really, that's kind of cool, that piece. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's just creepy. Uh-huh. Because when does it stop? Well, <clears throat> It doesn't. I don't think it does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, pretty soon they're going to have artificial uh, synapses that are going to connect into your brain. Yeah. It's true. They are. Well, I don't know why um, Apple or the rest of them haven't had, uh, you know, Apple glasses that you can have prescription glasses and then you just have the monitor in it. And when you turn it on, you know, one or both will turn into a screen darken up so that you uh, can just sit there and it's like VR. You can sit there and there's a screen right in front of you. Mm, and then when you want to... Don't they have that? Not not glasses like this. Not like, I mean, like regular glasses. So you're wearing them and it, it's fine. And then, uh, yeah, I go ahead and look, but I highly doubt that they have glasses that will, um, that you that you can wear around that are prescription and then change into a, a monitor on your on your face 
But I mean, that's got to be the next. That's got to be the next step, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. And when you initiate it, just it it reads your hand motions to know where you're typing or whatever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> When's that next? Well, some of that. It's probably not far off because some of that does exist. There was a computer not long ago that had a projected display. So, Like a hologram? Yeah. So it was like, I don't, I don't think it was a surface, but essentially it projected a display down to the... Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking so about. So there was no actual keyboard, but it would project a display wherever you were, and you could type like it was a keyboard. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Well, yeah, that's a. I've seen that. It's a little thingy that you just set on the table, and then it projects it out there. Uh, it could be. Yeah, I, I've seen something that does that. Yeah. It's a little. It was a Kickstarter project or something. I don't yeah. Know. But yeah, it's and so you're just typing on nothing. Yeah, and, and it's it, reading. It. Yeah, it's that. It is creepy. So it, it's technology out there to do most of this stuff. It's just, I mean, it really is. Where does it start, and kind of where does it end? I don't think it does. Well. Again, I love that quote from uh, Jeff Goldblum's character in a Jurassic Park when he's talking about the scientists who created these dinosaurs, and he said something to the equivalent, you know, they they realized that they could do it, but they never asked if they should do it, you know. And mm-hmm. right, and it's the same thing with. Um, oh, uh, I just read the other day that the uh, the ban on using. Um, animal-human hybrid embryos and what, you know, for experimentation was lifted. So, I mean, I mean, you know DARPA and the rest of them are doing that sort of stuff right now, but if any Tom, Dick, and Harry scientists can, can mix the DNA of a wolf with a human to create some kind of weird hybrid, <laughs> exactly. Um, is they that- have those. They're called lone wolves. They blow people up. Yeah. That's right. But then but then say you're able to do that and you create a creature that is born is it human? Is it human? Is it human? What if it looks human? What if it has the cognitive or semi-cognitive ability of a human but then it also has the attributes of a wolf or a whatever a bird? Then what happens? Do they have civil rights? And then you go to the point, if this is possible and it does happen, do you share the gospel with them? Because are they human? Hmm. But again, I mean, that sort of stuff, if they can do that, they will do that. Eventually. Eventually. But those are the questions that have to be asked. You know? Maybe I don't. I, uh, really, yeah, I suppose I suppose it could go there. Why wouldn't it go there? Eh, it's just it's it's I'm the the uh, rose colored glass. Like my my sons tell me, what's it like looking through those glasses all the time? <laughs> the rose <laughs> they do. My sons tell me that all the time. It's it's the rose colored glasses that eh, I think will go somewhere, but not there. I mean, we'll put a we'll put a human pancreas in a pig, but we're not gonna. Why? Why not? I don't know. I got nothing. Because <laughs> we 
They shouldn't. They, so, they should know better. So then is it yeah. better to, to grow it, 3D print stuff, or to use animal parts? But then even if, are they going to be able to create, because say you need a pancreas. Well, I don't think that you, they, uh, I don't think, I know you can't get a, a pancreas from somebody, but um, not like a heart or a liver or a yeah, kidney or whatever. Right. <clears throat> but say a kidney, say they could create a kidney. Does that, that doesn't mean that it's functional. Um, but, and, and then if they can get it functional. Yeah, you can do a pancreas transplant. You can? Yes. You have to do it with the kidney. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. All right. Um, had to look it up. Okay. <clears throat> but just a, yeah. Okay. Anyways. Um, but say you, you create a kidney, um, through 3D, at what point? Can you maybe make a clone with 3D printing? Right. Well, that's what they're and doing. And then why the technology now exists? They're testing it now, where they've taken the DNA of a pig and they have modified that DNA so that the and I don't remember I don't remember if it was the gallbladder or if it was the appendix. I don't remember what it was, but they're essentially they've inserted into the DNA of the pig. They've taken out the pig appendix and put in a human appendix. So when the pig grows, the the appendix is a human, and they want to see if it will actually grow and can be transplanted. So they're doing that now. Oh, so like growing human stuff inside a pig? Yes, I've right. heard of that. But they're right. doing that at the DNA level. They're not mm-hmm. they're not taking a human appendix and putting it in a pig. Right. They're trying to get they're the actually, pig to grow. They're actually modifying a pig DNA to start with. From birth. Holy well, you've cow. seen pictures of, of maybe you haven't, but I've seen pictures of mice with a human ear that's growing on its back. Looks just like a human ear. Nope. Haven't seen that. Yeah. Gotta look it up. So at a certain point, why That's disgusting. There is no there is no way that people are going to stop. Because there's Apart from a a plumb line, you just keep pushing. And even if yeah, it isn't the no, smartest thing in, in the world, you're going to do it for profit. You're going to do it to try to create... In the name of research. Yeah. Science. In the name of science. In research. Yeah. Well, have you seen the movie The Island? Nope. I think it's called The Island. Anyways, it's with uh, Ewan McGregor. Anyways... Um, these people, they grow up in this futuristic society and they, you know, they, they go through the day and they're, they've been taught that when they get to a certain point in their life, they'll be chosen and they'll leave and they'll be able to go to an island where they get everything that they want. It's almost like a lottery. Okay. And so you see these people, you know, this young lady comes up, I'm, I'm going to the island and everybody's happy for her. Well, Something happens with Ian McGregor. He gets out, or he's going to the island. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Thank you. And <clears throat> what happens is that you find out that he's actually a clone. Mm. And these clones are raised so that when the actual human needs a body part, 
they'll take it from one of the clones. You are special. <clears throat> Thank you. You are special. You are special. That's what they tell these. So you've seen the movie. Oh, I have it. I love it. I own oh, that movie. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. So in that universe. It's it's insurance. That's what they're doing. It's insurance. They're buying an insurance policy. But these policy. people, they're not human, right? Not legally. They're not. They're not. No, that's it. They're not supposed to be. And they're not supposed to feel. They're told that they are just dead they, all they're doing is growing. There's nothing bad. Well, the problem is they are actual creating humans that are identically the same DNA level. And so then two of them get out. Scarlett Johansson and Ewan McGregor. It, it, it's, a, it's a fascinating film. It really is. But, it's done well. It's great. But you know, you know that if that could be done, you know George Soros would, would have a hundred of his clones sitting there ready to do whatever for him and he wouldn't care yeah i mean he wouldn't care um so there's no stopping mm -hmm. there's no stopping this and apart from a plumb line or something that says it's wrong we, we can't have that well exactly <clears throat> so <coughs> i've got a couple weird things i want to go to but however this first one hey I might need to, it might take a little bit to get through, but I kind of think we need to. If I can find it, of course. I just saved it today. There it is. The Dallas News, the Dallas Morning News editorial board. We recommend Hillary Clinton for president. Apparently they aren't a big Hillary or they're not a big liberal paper from what I've heard. There's only one serious candidate in the on the presidential ballot in November, and we recommend Hillary, they say. We don't come to this decision easily. This newspaper has not recommended a Democrat for the nation's highest office since before World War II, if you're counting. That's more than 75 years, nearly 20 elections. The party's over-reliance on government and regulation to remedy the country's ills is at odds with our belief in private sector ingenuity and innovation. Then why would you what? recommend her? <laughs> Our values are more about individual liberty, free markets, and a strong national defense. That's that like the Jewish Defense League, uh, you know, recommending Adolf Hitler. Yep. Exactly. We've that doesn't been, make any sense. We've been critical of Clinton's handling of certain issues in the past. Whatever. But unlike Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton has experience in actual governance, a record of service, and a willingness to, de to delve into real policy. Resume, or resume versus resume, judgment versus judgment, this election is no contest. In Clinton's eight years in the U.S. Senate, she displayed reach and influence in foreign affairs. Though, yeah. Though conservatives <laughs> like to yeah, paint her... Yeah, she sure did. Like yeah. to paint her as a nakedly partisan, as nakedly partisan oh, on Capitol Hill. Don't use those words together. She gained respect. <laughs> With Hillary. <laughs> she gained respect from Republicans for working across the aisle. Two-thirds of her bills had GOP co-sponsors and included common ground with some of Congress's most conservative lawmakers. Rhinos. As President Barack Obama's first Secretary yeah. of State, she helped make tough calls on the Middle East and the complex struggle against radical Islamic terrorism. It's no accident that hundreds of Republican foreign policy hands back Clinton. She also has the support of dozens of top advisors from previous Republican administrations, including Henry Paulson, 
John Negroponte, Richard Armitage, and Brent Scawcroft. Yeah, whatever. Also on this list is Jim Glassman, the founding executive director of the George W. Bush Institute in Dallas. Clinton has remained dogged, dogged by questions about her honesty, her willingness to shade the truth, her use of a private email server while Secretary of State is a clear example of poor judgment. She should take additional steps to divorce allegations of influence peddling from the Clinton Foundation, and she must be more forthright forthright with the public by holding news conferences. No. As opposed to relying on a shield of carefully scripted appearances and speeches. And if what if she doesn't? Are you going to take away your Those endorsement? Those are real shortcomings. But they pale in comparison to the litany of evils some opponents accuse her of. Treason? Murder? Her being cleared of crimes by investigation after investigation has no effect on these political hyenas. They refuse to see anything but conspiracies and cover-ups. We reject the politics of personal destruction. Clinton has made mistakes and displayed bad judgment, but her errors are plainly in a different universe than her opponents. Trump's values are hostile to conservatism. He plays on fear, exploiting base instincts of xenophobia, racism, and misogyny. To bring out the worst in all of us rather than the best. His serial shifts on fundamental issues reveal an astounding absence of preparedness. And his improvisational insults and midnight tweets exhibit a dangerous lack of judgment and impulse control. After nearly four decades in the public spotlight, 25 of them on the national stage, Clinton is a known quantity. For all her warts, she is the candidate more likely to keep our nation safe. What? To, to protect American ideals and to work across the aisle to uphold vital domestic institutions that rely on a competent, experienced president. Because Obama was that. You know, Hillary Clinton has spent years in the trenches doing the hard work needed to prepare herself to lead our nation. In this race, at this time, she deserves your vote. Jay? I need to vomit. <laughs> yeah. I, don't un- I don't get it. I don't understand how we have gotten to this place where... Out of 300 billion people in the United States, these are the best two. Yeah. How did that happen? I mean, it doesn't matter who you talk to unless, I mean, well, yeah, I guess it does matter who you talk to. I've got a close family member that has completely just been drunk on the Hillary Kool-Aid. But that's, it's nobody, if you're really honest... With them and their honest back, nobody thinks either candidate is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It's just they're either voting the party or they're voting against the other person. Yeah, this is just ridiculous. I, I mean, you well, know, you know, right now, I I live in a town that is not is very uh, homogeneous. It is very white. There aren't a lot of minorities, and it's white Scandinavian where I live. Scandahoovian. I go down to the grocery store. I can get eight or ten different types of tortillas <laughs> in a predominantly Scandinavian Little town. <laughs> I can get eight or ten different types of tortilla. What's your point? My point is, I have more choices of tortillas <laughs> than president in a in a predominantly <laughs> Scandinavian town of about two thousand people we like than the three hundred million Clearly. people have of presidential candidates. That is so ridiculous. Can I say something controversial? Do it's unpatriotic. 
No, it's real. Do no, it. go for it. I have given very serious consideration. Moving to Canada? To not no. casting a vote in the presidential oh. election. The old... To what end? Just because? Just the presidential just, no, just, just, just because. Because... Is this a moral self-licensing? It, it is a... I don't... I, I can't... Casting a vote means you are supporting the person that is running for that office. You believe in that person, their values, their ability to think, their ability to make decisions. You believe in their capacity to operate within your value system. So you don't think you can vote against someone. You have to vote for someone. No, because that's not what voting was intended to do. Okay. I, I think that's true. Okay. But what, um, so you're going to vote just not for president. Right. Well, I haven't made I haven't fully made that decision, but I'm wavering on that. Well, then can't you do a write-in vote? Yep. So then, if you thought of that, just write in somebody that you think that you could. I have David Allen thought of that. Yeah. David Allen. There hey. we go. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> the The only thing that I you that know would be funny because <laughs> because you know if you do a write-in, they have to look at the paper. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. David. DavidAllenShow.com. Right. <laughs> Two judges would see it. Excellent. But, I mean, if people don't vote... <clears throat> so when I say I'm not going to vote, yes, that's my intent. I would not leave it blank because I... I but casting a vote for a write-in is essentially saying I'm not voting. <coughs> okay, yeah, so yeah. Here, here's... But, go but, ahead, Dave. But the thing is, when, when people say I'm not going to vote, that means that at the local races that probably can make some of the biggest difference in yeah. your life. Agreed. If you say you're not going to vote, then you're you're really you're not doing what you should be. Now I totally get I'm, you think it people think it's ridiculous in certain cases, but when it comes to uh just mayor Well I've got county you know. commissioner, I've got you know, I I mean I I've maybe I misspoke. What I intended to say was I'm not going to vote in the presidential sure, right. race. Yeah. So that yeah. one would get left blank. That one would, and I'd probably do a write-in just out of principle. Well, I mean, sure. I assume I that there will be really, like 13 other parties on the ballot also. I, Green, Constitution, Independent, yeah. right? Haven't done enough research on them. I may. You might check the Constitution part. Gary Johnson, yeah. he knows where Aleppo is. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. He's a twit. <laughs> I've had, I, I started to support him and I kind of became very silent on him because mm -hmm. I've the more reading I've done the more I've realized not the no. candidate I would support. Yeah. No. Just yeah. Okay, so that Dallas Morning News article was shared by uh someone that I am familiar with, acquainted with. I know. And this was the post accompanying it on the the face, the social media. The Dallas Morning News doesn't make a habit of endorsing Democrats. Article is worth a read for explaining how conservatives might lean toward Hillary Clinton, or rather, find Clinton to be a viable way to lean far away from Trump. Of course, I am super amused at the editorial board decrying the politics of personal destruction and referring to certain parties as hyenas in the same breath, but this is beside the point. And then uh, they went on to quote <clears throat> a piece of it. However, the comment section of such posts always intrigue me wow someone says someone says well hallelujah 
And someone says, this ex article explains very clearly why I am not supportive of either candidate. The deciding factor for my vote, Republican, are nominations to the Supreme Court. The original poster responds and says, that seems like a fair basis for deciding, especially when everything else you might normally want to use as your determining factor is pretty much grasping at straws this time around. It's actually a big part of the reason I will vote for the secretary, because I believe there are too many people in this country that can't afford a conservative majority on the court. It will be interesting to see how that plays out in the end. If Secretary Clinton wins, she will likely keep the Garland nomination, and I'm not sure how I feel about that or which way he really would tip the court if he would even tip it on the whole. But it's really anybody's guess what Mr. Trump would actually do. And I think that it's I think that's one of the things that makes this ascendance so worrisome to me, that you just don't know what you're going to get on any given day. And the I guess I've gotten to the cynical point of I don't think it matters. We're we're already on the downhill slide and it's just a matter of time. Which candidate is going to slow that process yeah. down? My cynicism is mm -hmm. off the charts mm -hmm. at this point. I just don't I don't see it. Mm -hmm. I um we're going to get into this a little bit later. <clears throat> I hope we do. And uh, oh, I think, think something horrible is going to happen in the not-too-distant future. And I think uh, Hillary knows it, too. <clears throat> um, so when the, it comes to... So my point is, mm -hmm. um, you know, in some ways, I you know, I don't know how much of an America there's going to be or to make up that huge of a difference. The person that said, uh, the deciding factor for my vote is nominations to the Supreme Court, uh, then replied to that and said, uh, too many people can't afford a conservative majority on the court. The role of the Supreme Court is to interpret the laws and, Cong and Congress's role is to make the laws. That statement sounds like you support activist judges who want to legislate from the bench. And the reply to that is you say that, like, judicial activism is a bad thing and, like, you're not sure if I know how the court works. Short answer. I support activist judges. I think they all are. Hmm. Well, I haven't thought I, I haven't thought about the idea of voting for a candidate just to. To assure who the judges will end up being nominated over the next four to eight years, but. Uh, and there's some valid point to that, but I, I don't know that I can, I don't know that my value, I don't know that I did, I don't know that I can do that. I just don't. Silence. Well, no, I mean, I think, well, A, this, this is what I think about it. Well, this is what I know about it. Your vote doesn't matter in Minnesota. So you could vote whoever. Hillary Clinton is going to get the electoral votes for Minnesota. Mm. They are the only it was Minnesota and Massachusetts who voted for Walter Mondale in eighty four. Walter Mondale, one of his promises that he was going to raise taxes, and there were two states that voted for him, Minnesota and Massachusetts. So there's not a chance in the world because of all the Obama bots and all the brain-dead progressive liberal idiots who live in Minneapolis and St. Paul, there's no chance in the world 
that a Republican is going to get the vote. Republican presidential candidate is going to get the vote in Minnesota. So you can be safe knowing that. Top secret sensitive compartmentalized information uh, clearance, and that provided me access to materials and information highly sensitive to our warfighting capabilities. Had I communicated this information not following prescribed protocols, I would have been prosecuted and imprisoned. Secretary Clinton, how can you expect those such as myself who were and are entrusted with America's most sensitive information to have any confidence in the leadership of the president Yesterday. when you clearly corrupted our national security? Oh you my. know and I know classified material is designated. It is marked. There is a header so that there is no dispute at all that what is being communicated to or from someone who has that access is marked classified. And what we have here is the use of an unclassified system by hundreds of people in our government to send information that was not marked. There were no headers. There was no statement, top secret, secret, or confidential. I communicated about classified material on a wholly separate system. I did uh, exactly what I should have done, and I take it very seriously. Always have, always will. Wait. I thought she didn't transfer classified information. Isn't that what she said before? <laughs> what do you mean? Well, earlier in the investigation, she said she did not send classified emails. Yeah. Mm-hmm. she And the FBI... Chief said, well, she said on a separate, uh, yeah, separate. She, said she did that on a wholly separate system, which in theory is correct because you have a, a classified system you use. That's how it's supposed to work. But for her to now, now her thing, and I've heard this a couple times, she now goes into this thing. So they've figured out that what she said before wasn't really working and this is what we need to happen. Um, she's now explaining the headers that are supposed to be there if it's classified. It's supposed to be marked this, blah, blah, blah. If it's not, nothing was marked that because she realized that she was an idiot, I guess, and didn't know that. Um, and that hundreds of people communicated this stuff, hundreds of them. And so they, her thing is, if, I, if I'm wrong, all these other people are going down too. Yep, that's her point. That's and so they they've realized that that's the only way that she cannot, you know, she cannot get or she can keep getting away with this. For her to now, she's saying, and hundreds of people, because if we go to where is it at? About here. Security. You know, and I know, classified material. Okay, now we're talking about headers. Designated. Designated. It is marked. How it looks. There is a header so that there is no dispute at all that what is being communicated to or from someone who has that access is marked classified. And what we so have here is the use of an unclassified system by hundreds nope, of there people. there it is, right there. That's it. By hundreds of people. So she just laid, like, laid down the gauntlet. If you come after me more, all these other hundred people are going down too. But she's talking about, she's talking about courtesy protocol mm-hmm. versus required protocol. Mm-hmm. I've been through top secret training. Actually, David, you probably did too. Well, I don't know. But anyway, if you look at material that is classified, it doesn't have to be labeled classified. If you know it is classified material, it's classified material. Well, not according to her. 
Okay. And and I think that's his point that she just glossed over. But that just means you can I can send an email that's classified material as long as I don't as long as put it doesn't it in the have header. that designation, yep. And but see uh the FBI director said that she transferred classified material that was marked classified at that the was, time. And and the whole the the uh, the statute said that intent has nothing to do with it. Right. And that's I think what your point is the reason probably they did it is and, and write it that way is because it is it is such a serious thing for classified material to get into the hands of the wrong people that that you have to be so so incre- incredibly vigilant that you can't i mean there's no laying down on the job you have to you have to know these things. If you get certified to handle top secret information, um, if you have a top secret classification and you come across material that you know is supposed to be classified, if it is not labeled as classified, you have Are a you responsibility to, to, to secure it and ensure that it gets labeled. That's your responsibility. But uh, uh, it, it's but, like, but to what end? I mean, do you, is there the, are there consequences the, if you don't? Yeah, you get you end up with the the repercussions of dealing of handling classified information inappropriately, improperly. Yes, absolutely. It's beat into you. It's kind of like if you're a school teacher, mm-hmm. you're you're a mandatory reporter, right? If some child gives you information when you are at the grocery store, not a teacher. That is that you are required to report. You can't say, nah, but I wasn't on duty. Mm. You are legally a mandated reporter. Hmm. That's a good example. You can't walk away from it. You can't say I'm not on the job. You don't have that option. It's the same thing with classified material. If you see something that's supposed to be classified and it's not marked as classified, you instantly have the responsibility to make sure that it gets labeled and, and find out why it wasn't. So if that's if that's the the reality of the law, how in the world is she allowed to continue spewing this nonsense? Because there's no follow up. I mean, d- does he get a response after she I said that? I, I can't imagine. It's yeah. a forum. There's no way they're going to let people actually exactly respond. exactly. Because whoever has the loudest megaphone wins. Mm-hmm. You know. So I'm sorry. What it's probably no. It's probably. I would even go so far as to say it's a it's a canned question that was intentionally oh, planted quite possibly, in yeah. order to get that response so yeah. that it could be perpetuated. Anyway, that's just a stupid response. And anybody that's ever been through classification training knows that her answer is full of steaming horse poo. What? Sorry. I'm just... just- Calling the posse for not just dry, but we're talking steamy, wet, steamy. Okay, they know it. Yeah, yeah, that answer doesn't fly. No way. Did you see the? um, She's allowed to do it. Um, did I mean it's been everywhere? So I'd be surprised if he didn't see it. The CNN reporter was talking to the guy um, about uh, a a guy was uh, was being interviewed, and he he talked about uh, the FBI um, released different information about their investigation and in some of the devices they smashed it with a hammer. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. And then the 
the the anger jumped in. Oh, hold on. Fact we got to fact check fact that. Check, Can we fact, fact check that on the fly? Yeah. Let's fact check it on the fly. Yeah. It's it's hilarious. And oh, yep. It's right. They were hoping it wouldn't be right. Because and it, the reality is it was one or one device maybe. It's not the point. The point is they they were destroying these devices so they couldn't be used. Yep. Although I think probably I mean, if you were going to give them the benefit of the doubt. No. But let's just do it. Um, The No Agenda show, (laughs) they made the point, and then they talked about this email that Huma, I think it was Huma, Mm -hmm. uh, regarding the Blackberries, that Hillary would probably the type of person who got a new BlackBerry. <laughs> didn't like it. <laughs> didn't like it. Didn't know how to use right. it. And I want my other, my old Give one. Give me the old one back. Hurry. So, I mean, there's probably, I mean, there could potentially be some of those that they smashed that there was really nothing on them. Potentially. Doubtful. Just giving them the benefit of the doubt. That's sure nice of you. That they don't deserve in any way. They don't deserve form. it at all. That's when true. you get a new, you just recently swapped out your phone, your smartphone. Right? Uh, no, I got a new one. I didn't swap it out. I got a new one. Speaking of... Uh, okay, wait, wait, hey, wait. Oh, I yeah. have a point. Okay. When you got Covered that by your phone, hair, but okay. Yeah. When? <laughs> when? When? Wow. Sorry. Squirrel. Yeah, squirrel. <laughs> when you got that phone and you put your... You installed your email account on that phone. Uh-huh. Was the email folder on your phone blank? Or oh. did your emails download? Um, mm. that's, that's a, a great point. point. Yeah. So the point, point is, if she got a new BlackBerry and didn't like it, they got all put on there. Once the account's there, the data's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. I yeah. know. It's covered by my hair. She used one <laughs> device, one or fifteen. About my iPhone, um, I was telling you about it. Uh, is it this was brand acting new? up. Yeah, it's a brand oh. new one. It was it was acting is this up the crazy. S, the S model? Uh, no, no. Oh, it's not the super. It's the plus one. Mm. But I, you know, sometimes you would use the touchscreen and it wouldn't recognize it, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it just started acting up, just weird. I remember seeing that, yeah. And so I called Verizon, telling them about it, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to have to go through this big rigmarole or whatnot. Um, and after five minutes on the phone with Verizon, they said, oh, we'll uh, we'll send you a new one. Boom, done. It was like ten minutes. And they had one on the way, and I got it the next day. And I'm like, hey, this is incredible. Well, I just found out, I was just reading in the news that uh, the iPhone Plus, uh, a, a bunch six. of owners, uh, I'm sorry, iPhone mm-hmm. 6 Plus, mm-hmm. a bunch of the owners are suing Apple because there was an issue. There's really? a glitch with the touch with the touch huh. screen. So obviously, I had one of the bad ones, and they were like, no, Whoops, we'll, yep, yep, new we'll one. Just, yep. here, just <laughs> take it, take it. So, huh, that's interesting. But now I have a newish battery on it. Newish. Now so, you're talking. Yeehaw, cowboy. <clears throat> cowboy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Huh. Cowboy. Man, that fired me up. That just, I hate that kind of stuff. What, when they lie? Yes. Yeah. It wasn't a lie, it was an omittance of, it was like. It was like. It was a not, it was an answer to a not the right question. It was, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't even the right answer. It wasn't necessarily a lie. It just was an incomplete answer. But that's yeah. but that's all she does, though. I know. Well, she lies outright too. But this was just an incomplete. It's just you're answering a different question. And the, and the problem with that is the majority, the 
huge majority of people that listen to that, that's why I think it's a canned question, planted question. Mm -hmm. They're going to hear that and they're going to, oh, that's right. It's all good. Because I've already heard that argument by a Mm -hmm. couple of bleeding liberal friends and they're like, oh, everybody does it. She's just the one that got pulled out because Republicans are are pointing to her and they just want to make her a, a... what is it? an example? Mm-hmm. And uh, no, that's garbage. And you know what? If those other if those other hundreds of people do it, then clearly something needs to be fixed. All of them need to be held accountable. Correct. Period. Because they, yeah, they shouldn't get. Uh, they shouldn't get off if other people can't get off because of who they are. They shouldn't be able to get off because of who they are. That would mean that. Uh, you mean there's equality under Who's the that law? Guy? Who was the guy huh? that uh, clearly not left Afghanistan? Sent an email from yeah. his phone back. Was that uh, Army? Navy? No, uh, Marine Corps. Marine Corps. Okay, Marine Corps major. Yeah. So, guy in the Marine Corps comes back from Afghanistan, sends a personal email to his buddies back in and to warn them about this police chief's kid and uh, no his his uh, houseboy. Yeah. Whatever. Which is sick there. Uh, yeah, whatever. My my point is simply, since he didn't label it as classified, that means it's not classified, right? Yeah. Well, by her logic, it sure does. Yeah, because it wasn't classified. Absolutely. So he didn't do anything wrong. Hmm. Never mind. That just fries me. What fries me is that everybody knows that Hillary is this way. I mean, everybody well, knows. But, and that's the deal. But and I think that goes back to the Dallas whatever. They know her, and so it's okay because they know what they're getting. It's they're already afraid baked of, into the cake. They're so. afraid of what Trump might do that they don't know. Oh, because he's unpredictable. Correct. Or so he's, so, he's just an unknown card. Right. Which, wasn't Obama a huge unknown? Yeah. Of course No one complained. Well, I mean, the right did, but no one really complained about that. But we needed change at that point. We don't need change now. We need blood. Well, we got the change. Yeah, no kidding. Keep the change. You can keep the change, you filthy animal. (laughs) We don't have to go deep into this, but I'll tell you what. I'm I'm, where I work. I'm on a uh, I'm on a committee that deals with insurance changes, health insurance for, you know, group insurance. Oh, that's going well. Oh, Holy buckets. So individual premiums right now are estimated to go up somewhere between 40 and 70%. What? 30, it's actually 36. Where's it at? 36 to 67%. Wow. They're going to go up in 2017. Uh, so I already know they're going to go up from 36 to 67%. Somewhere in that range, depending on the plan you have. So the Affordable Care Act is just getting more and more complicated, more and more unaffordable. So there's the change we got. Well done. <laughs> Go Obama. I, ha- I have a, a legitimate question. Well, I mean, I know the answer. But... Every question's legitimate. Mm. There are no stupid questions. <laughs> just, just stupid people. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Obamacare, basically what the... You uh, mean the Affordable Care Act? Yeah, that one. Get it right. Um, affordable. It, it's the the first the first time that the government is forcing people to uh, buy to buy something. Mm-hmm. 
Just for living. No, just, just for living. Just for living. So there are many companies that were providing health insurance and they're bowing out. They're they're saying we're not going to provide it anymore. If they can force the individual person to have to buy it, why can't they force a company to have to provide it? Because if they forced the company to provide it, then they wouldn't be able to swoop in and save us with yes. a government plan later. Yes, that's the answer. But uh, what I don't understand, well, of course I understand. It's because the narrative. Um, we have to pass it to see what's in it because it was flawless victory. <laughs> You've been itching. Your finger's been itching for that one. <clears throat> Sorry, I was just begging. Begging. Well, I want to, I want to, uh, when we're done with Speaking this, of healthcare, I want to move kind of quasi related. But, anyways, keep going. No, speaking of healthcare. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. I've heard that doctors are not real happy about Hillary's health. Yeah. Care. Have you seen Dr. Drew? Well, he's one of them. More. More than he. Um, According to Drudge Report, they did a survey of doctors, online survey of doctors, and 71%, 71%, according to Drudge, but it sounds like Jay saw 78, say Hillary health concerns are serious. But going to Dr. Drew, uh, we played it a couple, a clip, two or three, four weeks ago, or Dr. Drew. Of him kind of talking about her health care. Yeah. Not so much her health as much as they don't didn't understand the care she was getting. Yeah. The reason. Oh, that her care seemed so right. So antiquated and yeah. Uh, but also in that, it, I mean, in that, there was a direct accusation that there is something wrong with this woman. Mm-hmm. That, well, it's interesting. A week or two after this came out, he was interviewed. His, uh, his show got canceled. Yeah. Um, hold on. They were going to do that anyway. It was, it, was, it was already pre-planned. It was coincidence. Clearly. Um. It's funny you say that because I had if it would show up here, but it's not one to do. He should um, be thankful he's not dead. When, really, really. When HLN he, headline news, which is CNN's um, like headline channel, right? It's strictly like bam, bam, bam headlines in the morning, and then yep. they have some daytime talk shows. So it's just which headlines. Doctor Drew, uh, headline news, yeah. Okay. Uh, in August, the network said the decision was mutually agreed upon by both network executives and the show's host, Drew Pinsky. But according to a report, ex- executives at CNN, uh, they pressured him to retract comments he made about Hillary Clinton's health before the show was canceled a few days later. <laughs> Quote, CNN is so supportive of Clinton, network honchos acted like the mafia when confronting Drew, a source close to Pinsky told the New York Post. First, they demanded he retract his comments, but he wouldn't. During a radio interview with John McIntyre on August 16. Pinsky commented on the release of the Democratic presidential candidate's medical records, saying that based upon the information he had reviewed with another doctor, he was gravely concerned not just about her health, but her care. And that's what we talked about. Both of us concluded that if we were providing the care she was receiving, we would be ashamed to show up in a doctor's lounge. 
We would be laughed out. She's receiving sort of 1950s level care by our evaluation. Eight days later, CNN Executive Vice President Ken Jauntz announced that the last episode of Dr. Drew would air September 22. Quote, Dr. Drew and his team have delivered more than five years of creative shows, and I want to thank them for their hard work and distinctive programming. Their audience-driven shows in particular were innovative and memorial TV, and memorable TV. And Dr. Drew has been an authoritative voice on addiction and on many other topics, including issues facing America today. The cancellation was framed as part of a broader shakeup at HLN, including the end of Nancy Grace's long-running show on the network. But a source close to Pinsky told Page Six that the host's comments on Clinton's health led to a series of nasty phone calls and emails from network executives that were downright scary and creepy. A representative for CNN did not immediately return Breitbart News' request for comment. Dr. Penske had previously commented on questions surrounding Clinton's health, which has become an issue in the 2016 race, as critics attempt to show she is physically unfit for the presidency. Is anybody going to ever respond to Breitbart News again? Well, probably not now. My um, brother sent me a video, and uh, it's a... The person who created this video, it's about 10 minutes long, uh, the person who's doing the narrating has said that they're a professor at a medical school, and... She said, same medical school that Hillary's doctors went to <laughs> in <Hey>. 1932? <laughs> well, uh, she said she's taught at three institutions, currently in her third. She said Hillary Clinton might actually have one year to live based on medical records that were leaked, indicating she has a disease called subcordial vascular dementia. Leaked by the Russians, clearly? Somebody. <laughs> and they showed the the uh, the um, um, the records in this video, and the Clinton camp said, "Well, it doesn't have the uh, doctor's office logo up on top, so it's a it's a fake." Um, and and this person is making the case that these are internal records, so they're not going to have that up on top. They only have it on top if they send out a letter to mm -hmm. somebody. Anyways. Oh, is that like the classification heading? <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, oh. Nice. <laughs> kind of. Nice callback. Um, but then I, I'm reading some of the, uh, the notes at the bottom of this YouTube video. Uh, she said, while many videos have been made about her health, all of them miss the severity of her illness. She could die very soon since vascular dementia is progressive and has about a three to five year life expectancy. And she was diagnosed in 2013 for this according to these um, records. Uh, so is this all a ploy to get Cain as president? Let me let me keep on reading, and um, and then we'll get or into Obama. that. Or Obama. Oh, okay. That's, I know where you're going. That's her, that's her take on it. Anyways, she said, uh, Clinton actually has a severe form of the disease that impacts the subcortex region of the brain, which includes the brain stem. This might explain why Clinton is dry coughing so much. The brain stem controls primitive functions of the body like breathing, heart rate, and blood pressure. When there is ischemia or blockage to this region, blood pressure, uh, heart rate, and breathing won't function correctly. Hillary's cough is so noticeable because she can't seem to get over it. 
Most people only need a couple of coughs, and they're able to, f- to overcome whatever is in their throat, but not Hillary. Hillary has tried to explain that she has an allergic cough. This is completely false and a lie. Based on her medical records, it is related to her vascular dementia, which she is dying of. She could rapidly decline if circulation is weak to the brainstem. I'm concerned about Hillary and her diagno- and if her, her diagnosis is true, she would likely face increasing difficulties over the next few months. The uh, health record also sa- states that she has complex partial seizures. I've witnessed many people who've had seizures, and I believe Hillary's definitely showing signs of seizing activity. With complex partial seizures, seizures one can show signs such as head nod- nodding or lip smacking. Hillary has had several instances where she appears to have had a seizure. The most well-known is when she was in the front of a group of reporters. External noxious stimuli can trigger seizing in certain individuals. Hillary had a seizure in front of the reporters. Not unsurprisingly, they're trying to control her seizures using a diazepam injector. Auto injectors are used with urgent drugs such as diazepam and epinephrine in order to stop a life-threatening event from happening. If Hillary has seizures, they could cause an oxygen deficiency in the brain, resulting in damage and further progression. Now, in this video, she said that um, supposedly, whether it was a plane crash or a bla- uh, brain or uh, a, a fall, a, a clot in her head, um, a clot would cause um, would cause this. So if she had a, a, a blood clot in her brain, it it could potentially cause this. Which is, I mean, that's out there. I mean, that's not wild thinking that she had a blood, blood clot because she did. Yes. And is currently being treated for it. Yes. And um, in this video, she, she also showed at one of the recent rallies where she was speaking, there was hardly anybody in the room. Mm-hmm. And um, the reason why they're doing this is that large crowds with a lot of lights increases her stress Mm -hmm. which makes it more likely that she'll have a seizure and that diazepam pen Mm -hmm. that that guy had um that we that we talked about would help control the seizures my my nephew has seizures all the time and my brother tried to uh get a diazepam pen Mm -hmm. they're only sold to the military you can't get what yeah not one of those pens those are because it's for a nerve gas or uh yeah, for nerve gas. Um, certain types of nerve gas. Is it gas, to just it'll, instantly shut down the seizures at the point? Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Um, anyway, so in this whole discussion, the crux of it at the end is, uh, well, her thought was that Obama would continue on. But Jay, Jay looked and, and the what will... This was the concern that between her election and her inaugura- inauguration, um, if she, she will dies, die. if she dies in that time period, mm-hmm. then Obama would stay in president longer, do something. But legally, Tim Kaine would become the mm-hmm. president if they're going to, you know, if they're going to be mm-hmm. legally. But why start now, right? Um, <laughs> um, along with that video, I also saw a video. Um, I saw a picture of she's only she's only wears pantsuits. Mm-hmm. Doesn't wear any dresses. Or the Chairman Mao costume. Or Chairman Mao costume, which she probably feels more comfortable. <laughs> she probably feel even more comfortable if they would execute a few prisoners in front of her. But, um, <clears throat> anyways, in the pantsuit, if you look at, uh, I saw a picture around her knee. There was something underneath her pant, and then they had 
a YouTube video with a picture of her behind her, and it looked like a tube that was coming around. And the whole point is, it looks like she has a catheter. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I want to see video of that. I, I don't want to see pictures because mm -hmm. I know what can be done with pictures. Mm -hmm. I want to see video footage, which, I mean, you can do the same thing with that too, but it, it's a little bit harder yeah. to make that on video. I want to see that shot of her walking about and showing that whatever it is under there. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's kind of hard to hide. But it's almost like Elvis, right? You know, the first time Elvis went on Ed Sullivan, they they would not show any video from below mm -hmm. his waist mm -hmm. because he would it's gyrate his hips. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm thinking the ladies you're not going like to see it too yeah, much. That's right. Well, if they're getting pictures, though. Yeah, but if you're in the front row, you know, taking a picture of it, I don't know. There's got to be someone in that audience that is not a shill. Yeah. With an iPhone. Yeah. And maybe with this new iPhone 7 Plus, they'll be able to actually zoom in. <laughs> <laughs> but my big concern in, in this whole thing is that this this is completely plausible. I mean, she's hardly at any events. When was the last? I mean, when was the last time she had a press conference? It's been 280 days or something. Um, when is she going to have a debate with Trump? What's it going to look like? I mean, everything is pointing to this. So the question that I have is why would you run for president if you knew likely within the next year or two or at least within the first term you were going to be either dead or completely incapacitated? Why would you run for president? Well, to get it in before she's dead. But why? I mean, she has all the control that she, she wants now. She had a press conference yesterday. A real would, press oh, conference today. Today she took calls. Oh yeah, her calls took, took this people. Says, yeah, this is twelve hours ago. Okay, so, the yeah. first mm -hmm. one. Yeah, she had it with. Uh, but the first one in however many however many days. So, um, so why would she be doing this? To me, it makes no sense because Tim Kaine, or maybe she's maybe she's not ill. But I then, mean, how I, would I think you it explain? Seems, I know, right. I, I don't think I don't even think that's on the table anymore. Well, I, they want it to be. I mean, of course they want it to be. But I'm totally convinced that there's something exactly. It's, it's contagious. Um, I'm totally convinced that this is leading to something. Mm -hmm. And if you knew you were going to die or be incapacitated, then there's something else going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. Clearly. This is the David Allen Show. Conspiracy theory nope. edition. No, fact. no, fact edition. Yep. Maybe conspiracy fact, but hey. Conspiracy fact. Yeah. 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 Non-mainstream. Yeah. DavidAllenShow.com.
the david allen show september 8 2016 another crazy uh, a crazy adventure into the weird minds of us and when we get jay in the room it just goes crazy and we like it yeah, uh, i'm sure it's me you guys <laughs> normally don't think this way right oh never yeah yeah no um, no you know that we we listened to Hillary get asked the question about uh, the servers by that guy who supposedly has his own you know has had top secret clearance and then we got some of that. Uh, Trump had the same kind of thing. Matt Lauer hosted a a forum with him, a commander in chief forum is what it was. Listen to this question because this question just makes no sense to me. Why? Maybe why anyone um, would ask it. We welcome you back now to this NBC News special, the Commander-in-Chief Forum. Tonight we're speaking with the two major party presidential nominees to find out where oh, they come on, Matt, really? on the critical issues. So now please welcome the Republican nominee for president, Donald Trump. I didn't know it was an intro. This is Clinton, Secretary Clinton, and it didn't completely work out toward the end there as much as possible. What? Thank you, Matt. Sorry. Right, good to jump weird. Thank you, Matt. 
Thank you very much for joining us. You heard Thank me you. say to Mrs. Clinton, Secretary Clinton, and it didn't completely work out toward the end there, as much as possible, I'd like you to tell our veterans and our people at home why you are prepared for the role of Commander-in-Chief and try to keep the attacks to a minimum. We've had a year of that and maybe 60 more days of it. To a minimum, absolutely. <laughs> okay, perfect. To a minimum. It's... I guess that's a question of definition. I guess. Anytime you interview a president, sitting or past president, they will tell you that the most daunting part... Was I part... supposed to answer this question? No, no, no. I mean, just keep the attacks to a minimum. Anytime you, make, you talk is an to idiot. a president, they'll tell you the most yeah. daunting part of the job is the role of commander-in-chief. Right. Listen to this question. What have you experienced in your personal life or your professional life that you believe prepares you to make the decisions that a commander-in-chief has to make? Well, I've built a great company. I've been all over the world. I've dealt with foreign countries. I've done very well, as an example, uh, tremendously well dealing with China and dealing with so many of the countries that are just ripping this country. They are just taking advantage of us like nobody's ever seen before. And I've had great experience dealing on an international basis. Uh, I look today and I see a Russian plane circling our planes. They're taunting us. I see in uh, Iran, I see the boats taunting our ships are destroyers. But what have you done and in I your life that prepares bad. you to send men and women of the United States into harm's way? Well, I think what kind of question is that? What have you done in your life that prepares you to send men and women in the U.S. into harm's way? What has any president done in their life that prepares them for that? Well, some served. Okay, uh, okay, th that would be a qualifier. Yeah. What well, a stupid I've question. Well, I actually sent, you know, like like uh, Eisenhower. Well, well right. I actually. I, I was there. <laughs> that's how I'm qualified right. to send it because I've sent people. Yeah. What an insane question. What has Brock done? At least golf. Bush. He's golf. At least Bush was. He's uh, a pilot. He was a pilot in the military. Yeah. Again, it's. And Trump's answer, whatever. The main but. thing is I have great judgment. I have good judgment. I know what's going on. I, I've yeah. called so many of the shots. And I happened to hear Hillary Clinton say that I was not against the war in Iraq. I was totally against the war in Iraq. From a, You can look at Esquire magazine from 04. You can look at before that. And I was against the war in Iraq because I said it's going to totally destabilize the Middle East, which it has. It has absolutely been a disastrous war. And by the way, perhaps almost as bad was the way Barack Obama got out. That was a disaster. People talk about you and Commander-in-Chief, and not just Secretary Clinton, but some of your Republican opponents in the primary season, and they wonder about your temperament. They say, does Donald Trump have the temperament to be Commander-in-Chief? You said something Eisenhower had a temperament. You admitted <laughs> that sometimes in the heat of a debate or when you're talking about a lot of issues, you say things that you later regret. So can we afford that with a commander-in-chief? Yes. To have a commander-in-chief who says things that he later regrets? Well, when you say regret, uh, yeah, sure, I regret. But in the meantime, I beat 16 people, and here I am. So you know, <laughs> to a certain extent, uh, there is a regret. I would have liked to have done it in a nicer manner. But I had 16 very talented people that I had to go through, and that was a lot of people. But that when you a, say that was a record, Matt, that was a record in the history of Republican politics. I was able to get more votes than anybody ever has gotten in the history of Republican politics. But when you politics, say inflammatory things in a presidential campaign, it's different than saying them when you're commander-in-chief. If you say things I you regret when you're commander-in-chief, sure. you can spark a conflict, you can destabilize a region, you can put American lives at risk. 
Can we afford to take that risk with you? Well, I think absolutely. I think if you saw what happened in Mexico the other day where I went there, had great relationships, everything else, I let them know where the United States stands. I mean, we've been badly hurt by Mexico, both on the border and with taking all of our jobs or a big percentage of our jobs. And if you look at what happened, look at the aftermath today where the people that arranged the trip in Mexico have been forced out of government. Back that's in, how well we did. Back in August. And that's when, how well we're going to have to do. <laughs> so that clip was put together by uh, the fair and balanced Media Matters for America. Uh, under the headline of Matt Lauer lets Trump lie about opposing the Iraq war. Oh, okay. Yeah, you were being sarcastic. Oh, about the fair and balanced? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. But so they looked at that as I was lying. Like, what? He lied about it. I just find some of these questions absurd. How do? How should you answer that? What have you done in your life that? But that, you? but then I've, I I saw. Well, I didn't read the whole article, but other people are saying Matt Lauer just laid over for for uh, Trump and just gave it to uh, he Hillary. To, with he pushed Hillary harder barrels. than I thought he would. Yeah. Yeah. So which could be part of the play. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe they're trying to <laughs> this much distance themselves from kleptillery, right? Is that what we... <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Queen. Yeah. Queen. Queen, queen, queen. Yeah. Indeed. So, uh, Dr. Drew's out. <laughs> Fire him. I mean, sorry, mutually go away because... Go away or you're mm-hmm. gonna go away. UMass, Amherst, University of Massachusetts, Amherst, says... Haram, Haram, is that what it is? The gorilla that got shot. Okay. You remember? Haram, but you know, they had the little baby and was dragging around. Oh, that one. Oh, that's right. That's right. They they list the name. Yeah. Headline, Haram jokes are racist microaggressions and they violate Title IX. Okay. What's the deal with the word microaggression? That's a good question. That's now the new buzzword. Yeah. I think it's, yeah. isn't it more like passive aggressive? Isn't that what they're saying? Stupid. Well, of course it's stupid. Everything that, but except. That's uh, a uni- microaggression. University of Chicago said you come here, we're, you know, nothing is off limits. I always thought microaggression was at, was taking something without saying please. Poor Harambe. <laughs> the gorilla murdered at the Cincinnati Zoo after a child wandered into its enclosure, has now essentially suffered a second equally odious death, this time at the hands of humorless University of Massachusetts residential advisors who told students to stop making Harambe jokes. These jokes, quote, are not only derogatory, but also microaggressions. Two RAs wrote in a letter to the UMass Amherst students who live on their floor. Failure to desist could even be a violation of Title IX, they suggested. Jay, what's Title IX? You're probably wondering what's going on here. Some background. Post-death, Haram has become a popular internet meme. Haram died for our sins is one. Haram the gorilla mauled by Sizzle the lion in animal heaven is another. Some people even include Haram on the list of celebrities we lost in 2016, like Prince and David Bowie. Don't feel bad if you don't get the joke. Socialist Party presidential candidate Jill Stein was confused too. Another flavor of the meme is... Never mind. Um... That's something we're not going to say on our family-friendly show. 
As it turns out, Haram is also the name of university residential community, of the university's residential community for students of African heritage. The RAs who identify themselves as Ryan and Colleen in their letter are concerned that these students could take offense. Student Jared Sasdi posted a screenshot of the letter on Twitter. The full thing is worth reading, but here's a breathlessly tone-deaf snippet. Quote, any negative remarks regarding Haram will be seen as a direct attack on our campus's African-American community. Please be careful what gets written on your whiteboards. So who's racist? As well as what, what you write on them. What? If you are... <laughs> If you are one, if you are not the one writing these remarks, please let us or the RA on duty know. I'm telling you, I I feel aggressed against uh, every time I walk into the cafeteria and I see crackers on the table. <laughs> that that is a veiled microaggression long, against me. As long as they're not whole wheat. <laughs> <laughs> well, are no, you kidding me? They would be healed for Who me. Who in the world? Is in their who in their right mind is going to say an attack against a gorilla, a verbal attack against a dead gorilla, is a oh, potential a right. microaggression <laughs> against black people. Yeah. Do you know? Okay, that is just ridiculous. I have to t you don't want to know what Title Nine is? Do ready tell. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. That is the gender respect what? title. Yes. So why would it be against Title IX? The University of Massachusetts Amherst is committed to fostering an environment in which all members of our campus community are safe from gender discrimination, including discrimination based on gender identity and expression, sexual harassment, and sexual violence. So then it's that not against it. Title IX. So I have the letter here. Well, before we go, yeah. I wanted to uh, read the definition of a microaggression Ooh, yeah. and go through a couple of examples so that we have that in our head. Mm -hmm. So No. The, the <laughs> <clears throat> too late. Stop. That is, that's a macroaggression right there. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> the term microaggression was used by Columbia professor Daryl Sue to refer to brief and commonplace daily verbal behavioral or environmental indignities, whether intentional or unintentional, that communicate hostile, derogatory, or negative racial slights and insults toward people of color. So oh, wait a second. Only toward people's people of color. So you can't have a microaggression against a white person? I'm peach. Well, I, I would think that they would expand it to anything. No. No, that's you know. not what the definition Well, says. Title IX, eh. they're taking Title IX to deal with, with the monkey. Um, gorilla. And, gorilla, and that deals with gender. I can't believe not, you called it a monkey, not a gorilla. That well, is... It doesn't have a that's, tail. That's it's identity. Not a monkey. That is an identity. So I'll give you some examples. <laughs> I don't even understand how... I'll give you some examples. This is an example of a microaggression, that if you ask a person, what are you? Microaggression. Um, so, what do you guys speak in Japan? Asian? What? No, that's stupidity. Yeah. Um, how about this one? You don't, you don't act like a normal black person, you know? Courtney, I never see you as a black girl. Oh. 
Just because I'm Mexican, that doesn't mean I should be the automatic first choice for the role of Dora the Explorer in the high school skit. So Why not? We, Dora is a Mexican. Uh-huh. How about this one? So like, Dora, Dora, Dora the Explorer. I didn't know that she was Mexican. From New York or from Boston. How about this one? You're Mexican. Um, you don't speak Spanish? That's a microaggression. Oh, that's a, what? That, that, mm. Um, no, you're white. By the Microaggression. way, I'm I'm not Spanish. I have a Spanish last name. Yes, we know. Okay. Um, but not Spanish. This is uh quick. This make is some a, tortillas and speak <laughs> Spanish. <laughs> Little tortilla boy. When you go up to uh, if you have a friend who is black and you think that it's weird that this person listens to Carrie Underwood, Underwood. That's a microaggression. That's a microaggression. Um, let's see. Isn't that just people breaking a tip of the stereotype? So when Tiger Woods started in golf and everybody said, wow, that's a microaggression. That's a microaggression. Okay. Yep. This is an example. Uh, this is a black guy who gave an example of a microaggression to him. So this will give you an example of how there's no possible way that you can win. <laughs> um, the limit. This is what he said. The limited representation of my race in your classroom does not make me the voice of all black people. So if you were to ask him, you grew up wherever, predominantly maybe black neighborhood, what's it like... Um, you know, when you grew up, how is it different than when I was growing up? You know, we would fish a lot. What'd you do when you were a kid? So what if I grew that up would be in, in the mountains and I moved to Flatlandville and mm-hmm. people ask me, what was it? What's it like living in the mountains? Microaggression. Is that a microaggression? Yes. That would be. Well, no, because you're not a mountain of color. It's, yeah. It's not oh, a I'm racial not, thing. You're not oh. of color. So, but it doesn't were, matter. No. If, the, if one of their examples was Japanese, you're from Japan. That's, that's a, a race. Color. That's not a color. That's brown. Yellow. It's brown. <laughs> what? Japanese aren't brown. No, they're yellow. Red and yellow, black yeah. and white. They're red. Come on. <laughs> oh, that song now <laughs> must be done. banned from Sunday school. That song is a microaggression. <laughs> here's here's a lady. She's the, to her. This is a microaggression. She looks Chinese. She she doesn't look Japanese, but maybe she's Japanese. Maybe she's Korean. But it's hard for you to tell. I, if I looked at her and I would say, yeah, you're probably Chinese. So if, so if you walk up to her, if you're talking to her and you go, so you're Chinese, right? Mm, That's micro-aggression. a microaggression. Hmm. What if you waited to see if she ate a fortune cookie? <laughs> I didn't know Japanese ate fortune cookies. Ooh. Is that yeah. a macro or is that is that double? I think it's double. As long as I it's wrapped in sushi, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so you're stupid and offensive. We're getting shut down pretty soon. We're getting shut down pretty soon. This makes no sense. I I you know what? I don't get it. I don't I can't even comprehend how how do you how does somebody how does the how does UMass get away with saying making jokes about a gorilla is racist and against the black community? That doesn't even make sense. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Yeah. How about this knucklehead? I got one here. <laughs> they overdosed on crazy pills. This guy, an example for a microaggression to him. 
was he said, when I gave a speech about racism, the MC introduced me as Jaime Garcia. My name is Jaime Rodriguez. Not all Latinos have the last name Garcia. Could it possibly be the guy got the name wrong? No. No. Microaggression. No, it's a microaggression. <laughs> okay, so. Wait, wait, wait. I think all of these all people. All Latinos aren't named Garcia? Well, you're not. I'm not a Latino. Spanish. Mm. He's a Latino. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we can't ask that either because that's a microaggression. Clearly. And in a second, we're going to get into that even more. <laughs> However, okay, I, 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 I want to read this. It's not very long. This actual letter that got sent out to you. Oh, yes, yes. Keep Hello, going. sick three residents. I hope you're all enjoying your first weekend at UMass. In case you forgot, this is Ryan and Colleen, the floor RAs. We wanted to take a moment to address some phrases that are being written on the whiteboards, which isn't whiteboard technically a, a microaggression. Yeah, but white no, it's a description. <laughs> yeah, but white people can't be uh, can't be anything but aggressors because this is our culture. You can't say the blackboard anymore, can you? Let's go back to <laughs> cracker board. <laughs> the cracker board and the gorilla board. <laughs> we wanted to take a moment to, <laughs> to address some phrases that have been written on the whiteboard. <laughs> Jay's leading so, now, specifically. <laughs> Yeah, we can we can delete that we're, part. We're not we're not gonna go back to the Reverend Manning. No, why? What did he have to say? <laughs> Some of the benefits of listening to the priest stream. <laughs> no, um, but seriously, Craig, what did he have uh, yeah, to say? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, sp- written on the whiteboard, specifically ones involving Harambe. We understand that social media has been popularizing Haram in some new, some crude ways, which may appear as funny to groups of people. However, these comments are not only derogatory, but also microaggressions to some UMass students. Similar to RAPs, which is a residential academic program, UMass also offers defined residential communities, or DRPs, in which groups of students sharing similar heritages ethnicities and or identities are able to live together we that's off- called segregation Shh. we offer a drp focusing on african-american heritage and it is called the haram floor haram is actually a swahili word which stands for the point where people pull together it has a very positive con it has a very positive connotations but current social media has been misrepresenting it the floor has been in existence for many years, so any negative remarks regarding Haram, in quotes, will be seen as a direct attack to our campus African-American community. Please be careful of what gets writ- written on your whiteboards as well as what you write on them. If you are not the one writing these remarks, please let us or the RA on duty know. Oh, to- be a rat fink. To be very clear, using popularized phrases slash hashtags, which encourage the exposition of body parts, runs the risk of being reported as a Title IX incident. These people aren't preparing people for uh, 
prison. These Anyways. these are sexual assault incidences that are not that well, not only get reported to community standards, but also to the dean of students. Oh, that's a separate. That's a separate so that's subject. a sexual yeah, assault. That, that, that part if is, you right. write a if you bad wrote body part, a popularized yeah, phrases like, which encourage the exposition of body parts. What in the world would that be? That would be hashtag show me your boobs. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I'll, I'll give them. That's different. These are sexual assault incidences that not only get reported. What? That's an incident. That's a sexual (laughs) assault. Yes, clearly. Yeah. Needless to say, it is a very serious incident. No, especially for a first-year student. No. No. Okay. Hold on. One one more line, though. Okay. (laughs) This is how they wrote it. Anyways. There's no S of that word. Anyways, please be safe this weekend and watch out for any of these phrases. We need to be sure to respect all UMass community members. Let us know if you have any concerns and questions. Colleen and Ryan. Okay, so that's UMass? Yep. All right. So we might as well plan on microaggression being the new buzzword because... Yeah. Washington Post. So you, in that article, Mm -hmm. read... That they were, I th- would you call them DRMs? DRP. DRPs. Uh, right. That's, um, which are groups of. It is a defined residential community. Of what? Or a DRC. Uh, students. Uh, well, they have DRPs. Persons? Whatever that means. Well, that okay. must be a program. Or pro- okay. Oh. In which groups of students sharing similar heritages, ethnicities, and or identities. Okay, that's called segregation. Shh, no. Uh, no, 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 listen. It's letting people feel better. Interesting. Washington Times, uh, a couple days ago. University, uh, talking about Cal State. University offers segregated housing. What? To shield black students from microaggressions. Are you kidding me? Kid you not? Grow up. Where where are they going to live when they get out of school? Ready? Listen. Detroit. Uh, Ooh. With the Uh, Syrians. Well, (laughs) doesn't matter. Computer locked up. Ah, The whole point of the article is black students that feel that they are microaggressed against have the ability to actually uh, commune together and live in segregated housing. So ridiculous. So it's happening at UMass, happening at Cal State. So... We talked about this, what, a month ago? However long ago it was that I talked about uh, 20 years ago in the news. Oh, yeah, yeah. They didn't use terms of color when they talked about suspects. It was just suspect. Mm -hmm. Now they've got terms of color back in the news again, and everything is about racism. Well, now colleges are going back into segregation. Insane. Martin Luther King would be proud. Mm -hmm. Don't... I mean, in a twisted way, don't you think that the KKK would be proud? They would be like, finally, it's come full Let's circle. Let's go to this. Yeah, actually, it's a good point. Yeah. I mean, so I don't think this way. I need to I need to clarify that. I don't think this way, but wouldn't the KKK also be proud that they're associating a gorilla yeah. to racism against black people? Oh, wouldn't yeah. The KKK, shouldn't the KKK... I can't even say it right. Just be excited. Like, well, we've been saying that for years. Yeah. Yeah. But then there's this. Charles, you seem skeptical. Go ahead. 
Well, no, but I mean, you, 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 this is the thing. He's had a campaign, right? You've had a chance to do this. Trump. Uh, and <clears throat> it, you can't make some Black sort of people. false equivalency that, 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 that they're both kind of the same and that the Democrats and Republicans are somehow sort of the same and that they're kind of, there's a pox on both their houses and we just have to figure out which is the less of the evils among the Democrats and Republicans. No, there are right now 20-plus states implementing voter restrictions to try to take to to reduce the number of people who can vote which we know will have a disproportionate impact on poor and minority communities including black people we know that we have seen over the last you know four or five years people <clears throat> around the country trying to implement uh, uh, drug testing for uh, for uh, you know kind of welfare in states even though all the research says it's a waste of money that people who receive welfare don't receive it in any, don't use drugs in any greater um, Number uh, amount numbers than people who don't. None of that. But it is a it is a direct way of appealing to a particular kind of sentiment, and people think that more pe black people are on welfare than other people. It, it, these are not the same kinds of parties. These are just and not and trying to pretend that, to that they what? are. Trump. Pretend to pretend that the Democrats have failed you, and therefore you need to turn away from that. It, it takes away from the fact that well, the have. Republicans are actively engaged in trying to take away your rights, actively engaged in trying to suppress no. you right Where? now. He just, mm -hmm. he just said, and, and in, in, in a, he equated that testing for drugs on welfare was somehow going to target black people. Mm -hmm. Is he saying that there's more black people on welfare? No, he said there isn't more. He said there's not, right? <laughs> I don't. So why would it matter? Why does it matter? Yeah. Well, that's the narrative. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but, you know, I mean, oh, I don't know. And he's right. I mean, the parties are different. But to say that Republican Party is actively working against, like, to stop people from voting. Yeah, I want to stop felons because they legally can't vote. I want to stop illegal aliens because they're not citizens. They don't get the right to vote. They shouldn't get to vote. Dead people shouldn't get to vote. Yes. What's wrong with that? Or the only and, and one nobody I would, should be able to vote more than once either. Nobody should be able to vote more than once. The only one I would disagree with in there that I personally disagree with is if a felon has finished their time. Oh, absolutely. I totally I agree I believe with that. they should yeah. be reinstated. I agree. It doesn't happen right now, but in all right. states. I do. Is that a federal? I know. I think it's a state. I think it's state to state. I think so. I'm not, I'm not sure about that. There you go. Anyway, that's the only one I would disagree with right there. But I absolutely agree with that, though. That you know, I if you've if completed you're your sentence, right? If yeah. you're in jail, sure. But if you've done the time, shouldn't you then get that back? Is, yeah. I mean, what can you? It's not like you're getting a bunch of guns back, which I, I probably think you should too. There, I don't know. Depending but, upon yeah, depending on, on, the, on the crime, you bet. I mean, someone stole money and they're a felon. But originally, the founding fathers, I mean, there was a debate over that, and they thought that uh, uh, landowners should be the only people that should vote. Some of them did. The, the, because the, then you have skin in the game. And men. The, well, yeah. and men, yeah. Mm -hmm. The Same thing, I mean, at that time, at that basically. Time. The Google, God, lowercase g, um, individuals convicted of a felony are ineligible to vote while incarcerated on parole or on probation. Voting rights are automatically restored two years after the completion of all supervised release, except if convicted of treason, which we have a lot of that. 
uh, ex-offenders should re-register to vote. So. Oh, okay. Good to know. Didn't know that. So I, I didn't good realize not. it was that way either. So okay, that's so according active. to nonprofitvote.org, whatever that means. But So essentially, they're using, they're using the right to vote, the privilege to vote, as a, you're grounded. Seems like it. Yeah. Okay. I can. Fair enough. Fine. Well, didn't we talk? Uh, we talked not too long ago. I don't know if it was last week or two weeks, whatever it was. We talked about uh, Fox News had discovered all of those absentee, oh, yeah, absentee yeah, yeah. ballots that yeah. uh, they actually went door to door to people that had mm-hmm. filled out absentee ballots and they found hundreds, if not more than that, that they were fraud. They, yeah. they didn't exist. Yep. So in Australia, a child age four becomes the youngest in Australia to do a gender swap. Yeah. A four-year-old child who identifies as transgender, because four, you can make your decision, right, has begun to transition before their first day of kindergarten. If that... No. Never mind. <laughs> the child who is unidentified for privacy purposes is part of the Safe Schools program and hopes to complete the gender transition by next year. No, you don't have to tell us who the the child is. Tell us who the parents are. (laughs) The kid hopes to complete the transition by next year. Does this kid also drive? Do you think this kid can make his own food? Um, Her, it, its own food? Um, Can it decide whether it gets vaccinated or not? That's sick. Can it decide if it can dream? I mean, that's really, that's sick. That's That's absolutely sick. There's a reality show on TV that I saw. I don't know if it aired. I saw a commercial for a reality show on TV about a... Yes. I don't know yes. if it's a boy becoming a girl or yeah. the other way around. I'm not sure. But anyway, an underage kid. Boy like, becoming you know, a girl or trying to become a girl. Yeah. How impossible. old, though? Like, what, 13, 14? Something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, it, they've turned it into a reality show. Yep. But then you get bullcrap from Time Magazine, time.com. My brother Evan was born female. Oh! He came out as transgender 16 years ago, but never stopped wanting to have a baby. This spring, this is the the article, he gave birth to his first child. He didn't give birth to nothing. No. Because he's not a he. Wait, wait, wait. Wasn't there a... uh, Didn't that happen in Oregon? Uh, Yeah. Bend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I remember that. That yeah. was mm-hmm. several years ago. I, yeah, it was I read this five, article, yeah. or I started reading this article, mm-hmm. and I saw the first picture, which is <laughs> nauseating. But this is what they did. I I, I read, you know, the description uh, underneath it, and it said Evan, who stopped his hormone treatments before trying to get pregnant, chest feeds his newborn son. That is a picture of. <laughs> grotesqueness <laughs> that's disgusting that is disgusting but no that's disgusting they didn't say breastfeed they they changed the word to chest feed now that is deliberate that is that is propaganda kind of not yeah that to me this is diabolical mm-hmm. when the call came my brother was at work in the open office in Cambridge, Massachusetts, he shares with seven colleagues who, like him, help run clinical trials for a drug developer. 
The phone number came up blocked, so he knew it must be the doctor. He stood up, unsteady on his feet. Was he a little nauseous? Or was that just adrenaline? He ducked into the hallway in search of quiet. My brother Evan, 35, is a stocky guy of medium height with a trimmed fuzzy blonde beard and two gem studs in each earlobe. He usually wears a Red Sox hat, and when he's nervous, he'll remove it and obsessively bend the rim. But on that September afternoon, both of his hands were clutching his phone, the right one cupping the left for privacy. Hello? This is Dr. Kowalik, or Kavorkin, Kowalik, said the voice. The identification was unnecessary. Anya Kowalik is a reproductive endocrinologist at a clinic called Fertility Solutions mm. in Dedham, Massachusetts. They spoke, they'd spoken regularly for more than six months. Even, even Evan, who was born female, had wanted to be a parent since he was very young. When he played with dolls just a bit longer than the other kids, he'd help pay for college by nannying triplets. And when he first came out to friends as transgender at 19, changing his name and beginning his long physical transformation, he didn't stop adding to the list of baby names in the back of his journal. Kaya, Eleanor, Huxley. Evan knew he should feel excited, but instead he felt a chill of anxiety and anticipation. He'd wanted this for so long. He later told me and had been close to... He later told me and had been close to getting it, and then four months earlier he'd miscarried after Kowalik told him she couldn't find a heartbeat during his first ultrasound. She was brief. Evan was pregnant. Kowalik told him he had low levels of progesterone, a hormone that helps maintain a healthy pregnancy, and described some pills for him to start taking right away. Congratulations, she said after a pause. This is a good start. This family's completely deranged. Absolutely. This okay. is ridiculous. Ready for this? Here's the family dynamic. <laughs> Mother and father got a divorce because at 50 years old, the father came out as gay. Whoa. This guy's two sisters, both lesbian. Yeah. But yeah. No, no, it, no, no. Yeah. No, it doesn't matter. It can't matter. It does. It can't matter. You know. Doesn't matter. It matters. Something's wrong. <clears throat> Didn't we talk a couple weeks ago about generational sin? Yeah. Oh man. Well, what I want to know is now he had to take had to stop testosterone in order to get pregnant. But she, why? She. It's a he. Well, that's just a good point. make make your own testosterone. Why do you have to take someone else's? What's wrong with you, Evan? That is your real name. Oh wait, it's not. I don't understand it. What what is absolutely disgusting about the whole thing is time.com throws it up there as a man giving birth. Exactly. It's not a man. Men don't have the tools to give birth. You can't do it. Okay. I just want to say I feel bad about mocking Evan just now. And that's not my intent. I, You look at... You look at this, and I don't think that you should feel anything other than pity. And disgust, not disgust at them, but disgust at the at the people that are promoting this type of garbage. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's the disgust. But look that at the Evan chi- needs look at the help. child though. Oh yeah, this woman's child. This is going to sound disgusting, but it just is. It's the picture. This woman's child is 
breastfeeding hairy boobs. Yeah. And, excuse me, chest feeding. <laughs> but how do you explain yeah. as the child yeah. grows up? You can't. I just don't. And do we have any... Oh, son. Whoa, wait a second. How does he have the courage to say that his son, his, his newborn is a son? Yeah, good point. Because clearly anatomy doesn't matter, I right? I, you know what's interesting? If there's an EMP within a half a year or less, he's going to be a girl again. You mean because he won't be able to get the drugs? Because he won't be able to get the hormones to keep this up well there's another picture down at the bottom it says a friend's daughter plays with evan's newborn son at his home he will eventually begin taking tea again tea tea they can't tell it to call it testosterone it's tea that's like it's chest feeding yeah that's absolute propaganda you're so right it's sick and people wonder why i keep my kids home from school yeah i wish i would have Okay, here's the other thing. <laughs> this is the other thing that just is crazy. My brother has a female partner. What? So who's the dad of this kid? He is. How? Is the Evan? F- the female? He can't be. I don't know. No, no, who's no. The like bio- the actual who's father? the biological father? Who, who's the DNA dad? Who's the sperm? Don't know. Where don't did know. the sperm come from? Yeah. Oh, oh, from Dr. Kowalik? <laughs> okay, so this is a... This is a... Why in the world, if you have a quote-unquote female partner and you're a man, why in the world would you have the child? Duh. <laughs> why would you do that? You know what's interesting about what you're saying is... If she, he, truly was now a man and identified as a man, where did the biological clock start ticking to want to have... Exactly! This person has a Uh, female partner! Okay, so here's what this comes back down to, though. And you've talked about this, David, you've talked about this multiple times, and it's changed the way that I think. It is. It has changed the way I think, which is the the crux of the problem is that individuals identify themselves as the behavior. Yes. Yes. It is. It becomes their identity just as much as their name, just as much. Well, less color than their, their name because s- they can change the name. Yeah. But it becomes their identity as much as the color of their skin, as much as it is their identity. And because it is their identity, it is accepted behavior. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. And if because you, disagree, you can't strip it's a microaggression. That. If you question it. If you question it. If you question it, it's a microaggression. But there are only At certain things that you can add to to a person. Like if I'm an alcoholic, I can't say I'm an alcoholic and therefore you need to affirm me in my drunkenness and driving drunk and all the other things you that go on. You should be able to get prescribed alcohol the same way Evan can get prescribed tea. Yes. Yes. As long as you identify. Well, it's the same thing with a heroin addict. Maybe a if meth you change addict. your name to 
John Walker, oh, then you would identify as an alcoholic, or Jack Daniels, or just change Robert my name to Cal. No, Robert alcoholic. <laughs> you could change your name to Jim Beam. Ah, huh. but if if we look back at this headline, like headline writers, like the, the this is why Drudge is. Matt Drudge is a absolute genius at headline writing. That's all he does. Yeah. That's all he did. I don't know if he does anymore, but that, that, that was the entire point is the headline. He'd write the headline and then link to the article. This headline says, My Brother's Pregnancy and the Making of a New American Family. That's the point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The point is to begin or continue the indoctrination. Well, this is normal. They are saying the making of a new. What they really mean is the destruction of the oh, old. Right. Because there is no definition. Mm-hmm. It can be whatever you want. You know, um, Jesus said that for anyone who would uh, uh, mi- mistreat a child... Be better if a millstone was wrapped around their neck and they were thrown into the. <clears throat> that's a macro aggression. Yeah, <laughs> that, that is be, the most fairly direct <laughs> macro. It's it's better for that to happen than to uh, uh, to face the wrath of God. It would be better for you to be drowned than for you to face an angry God. Can you imagine? No. Can you imagine the people that promote this this garbage? Can you imagine apart from the mercy of Jesus? I can't I can't even fathom it. Brown University is going to start putting tampon machines in the men's room. I saw Whoa. that. Well, you know, you never know is, when is all that, of a is sudden... that for stopping the gunshot wounds they're gonna be getting? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh well, ding wait. ding ding. <laughs> That was good. That was good. I um it was it was it was funny. Um well no. Keep going. Keep going. Keep talking. Uh, I don't I don't even know where to go with that. Where is Brown at, by the way? Uh it's kind of one of the lesser of the Ivy League schools, I think, isn't it? Isn't it considered an Ivy Ivy League school? Is that? Oh, I don't know. I don't even know where yeah, it is. Yeah, Brown is one of them. Brown. Where is it? Columbia. Uh, it's in Ohio, right? Uh, let me check. No, I'm thinking Cleveland Browns. I'm an idiot. <laughs> uh, you're not an idiot. Um, Rhode Island. I was close. Yeah, you were with. Several hundred miles away. Maybe a thousand. Mm. Well, yeah, whatever. I, uh, I don't understand. Uh, definition has changed. I, I just, it's, I, <laughs> I'm so at a loss. I can't even, how, Okay. You t- <laughs> Use Mr. Tongue and Mr. Lip. 
<laughs> together mm, they form words. Matt Walsh wrote Ooh. an article. This is ag- this is not current. This is from a year ago, but it's relevant. Your parental rights don't exist when you send your kid to public school. Yeah. A week, or, a week or two ago, I received a message from a notorious fugitive named Julia Giles. She complained that she'd recently been arrested, shackled, and cuffed for barbaric and shocking crimes against humanity. The courts determined that she was a threat to herself, her family, and her community. Therefore, she was seized and charged like the scurrilous criminal she so clearly is. What were these depraved acts, you ask? What sort of atrocities had she committed? Well, her son missed class a few times. You see, according to the compulsory attendance policy at her kid's public school in Georgia, the district will magnanimously allow a parent to keep their kid home from school up to five times in a year without a doctor's note. Once they exceed that magically arbitrary fifth unexcused absence, every succeeding incident must be as specifically prescribed by a medical doc- medical professional. Even if the parent feels the child should stay home, the school will not allow it unless a doctor agrees. Otherwise, the parent could be thrown in jail, which is a totally reasonable response. Julie's son unfortunately made the mistake of getting sick more times than the school allows, and so a warrant was issued for his mom's arrest. Keep in mind, this is not a unique or uncommon situation. Julie is only the latest in a long, long, long line of parents who have been violently reminded that we live in a fascist society where liberty is increasingly a mere fiction. I know in this state, in order to homeschool, you have to... Now, there's no... At this point, I'm grateful that there's no approving of of the decision to homeschool. Mm -hmm. Like the school board doesn't get to say, oh, okay, we'll allow it. Mm -hmm. They they get told but they have to be notified and so and what you're notifying them with is the exemption from school attendance and that is so they don't stick the cops on you so are there any requirements on um nobody has to approve a curriculum or anything like that if for some reason the school and i don't know if it's the actual local state local board or at the state level uh, if they feel that there is not uh, adequate education happening then they can step in and verify and if then if they don't think that it's happening then they can revoke that right but i i think that has to come from the state level still they required to take the state level testing at whatever the grade levels are fourth grade yeah eighth grade i think i think that's and then i would assume i i I don't know 12 but i assume 12 or that graduation age i would assume i don't know but but it used to be two four eight. I know there's and, one at ten in Minnesota. Okay, I don't know. I don't know about oh this. well, then th- that could be it. Maybe. Yeah, it may be different from year to year, but but uh, it used to be two four eight, and, and then so we did the two, and then now this last year they changed that to just four as the beginner. Oh, the fourth fourth grade in in Minnesota, to homeschool, you um, have to have a curric well one of two things, a curriculum that is approved by the superintendent if you don't have a college degree and if you do have a college degree you just have to uh, it's almost the equivalent of like a teaching license they don't really super you, you, um if you have a college degree you're pretty much good to go if you don't 
then you have to submit stuff into the school and things so like that. So a college degree in like political science it will could be anything you, then, then done. Yeah, you're, like you're, you're I, good. You clearly are a, smart. I have a finance degree, bachelor's degree in finance, and so when we homeschooled huh. our daughter, good to it know. was good. Good to so go. So in Minnesota, I missed that because I was completely zoned off. Sorry. Clearly. Uh, in order to homeschool, one of the parents has to have a college degree. I didn't say that. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay. yeah, you were what so were you reading? Well, okay. So what I'm reading, you you want to know what I'm reading? What? Um, Bloomberg is reporting that uh, Chipotle Grill, they're starting to do burrito delivery by drone. No way. Yeah. That's garbage. First of all, how does it stay hot? That's good news, though. No. Yeah. Why? That's good news. Come on, let's Man. have it. How far? <laughs> If I can dial up and have Chipotle burrito. a Chipotle burrito delivered to my house, okay, we don't have a Chipotle, so, you know, whatever. Hardy's hamburger, <laughs> you know, Taco John burrito, whatever. That's, that's some, that's, there's good use right there. Don't you have a drone? I don't know. You could, uh, you could start, you could start a delivery service. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying it is all we're doing is saying it. That's all. They're doing it in Virginia. Hmm. FAA approved it. That's stupid. It's stupid. Why? Well, what if I order one from the road? Does that count? Now you're just being silly. <laughs> You'd have to be parked. <laughs> right. I'm parked in traffic. Come on. Bring it to me. What if I'm hungry? Diabetic. Why not? Going into diabetic shock. Yeah. I'm ordering it up. I'm in on the road. Bring Absolutely. It, drop it. Why not? Through the sunroof. Why not? Yeah, burrito's not the best if you're in <laughs> diabetic. You should probably ask for like some milk or um, microaggression. Okay, so why couldn't that work? Chocolate if you milk. Could, okay, if there was an app for that, that you would allow location services. Then it would follow you and drop it. Why not? Oh. Now you like the idea. Now the <laughs> I idea don't is like good. It. I don't like it, but I I think that it's You don't much like it, more... but you like it. Why don't it? you like the idea? <laughs> Why don't you like the idea? I don't know. Come weird. on. Weird. Weird. I well, unless they have figured out battery life or they put these things on gas power, there's no way it's gonna work. Well, doesn't uh doesn't Amazon, if you live within a certain radius of their warehouse already do drop yeah. deliveries by Drone. Some, well, they they got the first that first delivery thing passed, I think, through the FAA. But I don't. I wouldn't suppose that it's free. Doubtful. It's so I don't think it's free delivery. Prime. <laughs> prime drone. Drone prime. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry. So yeah, I was I was distracted by. I was just thinking of. You're like, I was, oh. I was looking for the app while you were talking. <laughs> Man, will they deliver out here? Speaking, <laughs> speaking of the feds and control, say goodbye to those antibacterial soaps. Yeah, I saw The that. Food and Drug Administration says they do little or nothing to make soap work any better and said the industry has failed to prove they're safe. Uh, have they, have, have Big Pharma, have they failed to prove the vaccines are safe? Shh, oh. shh, shh. That's different. That's <laughs> Companies will different. have a year to take the ingredients out of the products, the FDA said. They include tri tri triclosan and triclocarban, 
Soap manufacturers will have an extra year to negotiate over other less commonly used ingredients such as benzalkonium chloride. So here's my question. They have a year to remove it. So it's really not that bad. Evidently not. Or else it'd be banned instantly, right? Sure. There'd be a recall. Sure. Yeah. Apparently it's fine. You got a year. Eh, work it out. And then if you want to figure, let's figure out some other things that'll work. Eh, we've got another year to work that out. What crap? Yeah. I hate government. Yeah. Or you probably. No, I hate it. Hate the, <laughs> the rich and um, soulless billionaires and technocrats and I hate, Illuminati that no, own the thing. No, what what I hate. You like them? Well, no, I hate oh, them. Okay. But the real issue that I have is this idea that a governing body knows best. Yeah. That's a That's what frustrates thought. me. And honestly, this is but a it's big... it's working with the Affordable Care Act. Oh, clearly. But that's the problem with Trump and that's the problem with Hillary. They both want a bigger government. Yeah. And that I do really think, I do that think scares that a the crap out of body me. can do something If it's better. this big. Yeah, I think a governing body can like, do think something's better. Like what? Military. Okay. Yeah, national defense what infrastructure. Else? What else? Certain infrastructure. What? Uh like maybe uh bridges. Why? Uh, a lot of the roads. Because um But hasn't hasn't private... it been but hasn't it been proven that when private industry takes over certain roadways and different things, it's a much better product? Potentially it might be a much better product, but if it's all dollars and cents, then um some services you wouldn't have. So like um before before the internet well, like and whatnot, what? you have uh like the post postal service. Okay. You know, back in the day. Um I that mean, there's used a lot to be of, a better service. It but, used to be not. Yeah. I mean, not anymore. Um, now it's just there because of statute or whatever. Yeah, it's it's it was. one thing that's in <clears throat> the Constitution, mm-hmm. and that's why so many people want to hurt it and get rid of it. Because if if you send something via post office, it is a federal crime to access that content. Yeah. Federal crime, not little. If you access a UPS box, that's not a federal crime. FedEx box, that's not a federal crime. Yeah. You can look at that. You can take it. You can do whatever you want. Now, it might be theft, but it's not a federal crime. What? I, and I don't, for the life of me, I don't get how um, people are uh, upset. They want to get rid of the post office because it's losing money, $5 billion a year or whatever it is. And yet, every year we spend half a trillion dollars on welfare. Oh, question, question. Shh. I have a question. Go ahead. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, you do? <clears throat> what? I don't know if I'll word this correctly. Okay. What real purpose does sending people to outer space serve us? It's cool. Science? Sure. No, honest. I mean, I'm I'm not asking the question control. to be I'm, I'm straight not up control. The question to be like argumentative. I'm asking the the question came up in our house last night. What real application to our level? So we've got I don't know how many billion people starving. 
This is the David Allen Show. We'll answer that question in a moment. This is the David Allen Show. So why do we go to space? What's the real application? What's the point? Yeah. Well, it's clearly to go to the dark side of the moon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen Transformers, no? Oh. So let's throw away, I mean, all conspiracy aside, if, if, if that's possible. <laughs> Someone argue, I mean, argue whether we did go to the moon. But that isn't the point. I'm asking what, so we've got... Have, you know, we're always spending more money. Why do we actually spend money on the NASA program? Okay. We don't do we anymore? Didn't they shut it down? No. Or was it didn't. just the space program? It was just the space shuttle. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just the space I mean, shuttle. Okay. Now, taking aside all the potential conspiratorial aspects. I know. If everything is face value, we have GPS and all these fancy things with our cell phones and right not and whatnot because and we now, have in the satellites. Apple Watch Edition 2. GPS built into your wrist. Ooh, there you go. Huh? So one step closer to in your wrist. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it'll it'll be fully waterproof if we do this. Sure. But some of those satellites, people had to help it. Okay. You know, there's some fairness to that, but that wasn't the purpose of the space program. It was a byproduct. I, I don't know. I think it was probably more of an aspect of defense dealing, um, you know, uh, maybe ballistic missiles, uh, trying to determine whether or not missiles had been launched, um, trying to get surveillance, reconnaissance on, you know, on Russia. Um, so the way you do it is you have something up high enough that you can look down and actually see it. All right. So I bet that's probably the biggest reason. <clears throat> I know we talked about it before, but the whole implant thing. I'm still thinking that's going to that's gonna end up being a good thing. Find POWs, find your kids. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a yeah. good thing. I'm saying it will be marketed as a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Get an implant and we can tell you that you have a particular virus. You are special. You'll be able to get on a plane without having to have your ID. What about putting an implant in like your cochleal in your in your ear and so you you could get you could be talking Signals to somebody to wait instigated. So you could actually listen to wait music. Wait a second. You've seen person of interest already, haven't you? No. It kind of happened. The machine talks to her through oh. her cochlear implant. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And the machine is a super, superhuman computer. Not superhuman, but a super powerful computer. Makes Watson look like a baby. Oh. <laughs> it's, a, it's actually a fun show. 
Uh, three First, good reasons to have a space program. Yeah. The various space programs around the world are costing billions of dollars every year. Billions. What point does this serve? How can we justify the expense when people are going hungry? In answer to the economic question, I think we need to first put things in perspective. The cost of the space program not only pales into insignificance when compared to the cost of producing weapons for our armies, it also amounts to a fraction of the money we spend on things such as Hollywood movies, fast food wrapping, beauty products, wasted electricity. That's not an argument. The list goes on. That's an anti-argument. We complain about a billion-dollar shell program whilst at the same time spending $10 billion on lottery tickets. It's also worth noting that the U.S. aerospace industry generates an annual export profit of $30 billion. But if I didn't have to pay taxes for the space program, I could buy more lottery tickets. So the American budget watchers certainly can't complain. Space exploration is an easy target. It's expensive and its benefits aren't immediately obvious. However, the benefits are real and worth paying for. It's all about our future. In fact, it's one of the few large-scale programs we have which is dedicated to our long-term future. I think that many reasons for having a space program can be surmised or summarized into three areas. One, our survival. Two, our health, comfort, and convenience. And three, our evolution as a species. So when I got to three, I realized that this guy's full of crap. So. Oh, wow. But it didn't take you long then. <laughs> I mean, we we can go on and explore these if you want. You know what's... <clears throat> I'm reading this book by Hugh Ross. Um, and, you know, one of the reasons why we have uh, this phone, this smartphone now, is because of... NASA! Qu- quantum... Theory, physics, and government made that special real Steve Jobs relativity. Just well, yeah. Ask Nancy Pelosi; she knows. Okay, sorry. If I, <laughs> I'm not going to ask her anything. <clears throat> but um, there are things like that we have learned from looking out into space, um, like. Um, the total eclipse of a, of the sun from the moon. Mm-hmm. The moon is in a. It is um, total eclipse of the heart. <laughs> um. <laughs> yes, Bonnie Tyler. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Were you already going there? <laughs> have you um? Have you? I, we take you seriously. I swear. <laughs> I'm sorry, David. Go ahead. He's gonna play the Let's Reverend video if you don't stop. <laughs> have you ever heard the literal version of this? <laughs> what? Oh yes, this is funny. The literal version of this? It's funny. Okay. Well, if you're gonna play it, Do you I need should to go play find the- it. Well, it's YouTube. It's called Total Clips of the Heart Literal Video Version. They don't change the words, though, do they? Yeah. Only on the screen. No, as she's singing. She does, okay. Yeah. I couldn't remember. 
All right, I'm sorry about this. I don't know. I haven't vetted this. No, no, that's not right. No, I have a time. So you're telling me this is... I don't think there's any... Nothing bad. I don't think. Maybe not. Random use of candles, empty bottles and cloth, and can you see me through the spans? So for those of you listening, this is uh, <laughs> a total mockery of this music video. <laughs> Oh, is this an Olympic song? Okay, sorry about that. Uh, you were saying, David, before we rudely, rudely, rudely took no, you down a rabbit trail. No, total eclipse the whole of the moon. <laughs> no, keep going. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying this. <laughs> no, carry on. The, t- <clears throat> the, the total eclipse of the dark. <laughs> well, um, <clears throat> with the total eclipse of the sun, mm-hmm. they were able to tell that um, that light uh, bent around the sun because they could see the stars um, around the sun and they could see where it plotted and they could see that light bent. Okay, but did they have to do that in space? From space, I mean? Uh, No, but it helped to to do measurements that confirmed it. So does that then answer the question? About... What is the value, the direct benefit I mean, of that, having a space program? Well, one of the benefits of having a space program is that you can test certain laws of physics that you can't do on Earth. You can put up a satellite that can see deep into space. So I would say the benefits things. seem to be indirect. Yeah, yeah, there would be indirect benefit. I mean... Some we benefit direct. directly, but the space program didn't start out as, as a, a scientific as, endeavor. No, or as a 
as a method to get GPS on our phone. And that that was not the intent initially. You don't think in the fifties no. they were thinking we're gonna get GPS on a phone in sixty years? Well, it depends upon who you talk to and how far down the rabbit hole you want to go. All right, fair <clears throat> enough. Okay. Because I'm sure there's a lot, there are a lot of people that say the technology we see right now is about 50 years behind what they've already developed. So perchance back in the 50s and 60s, they had this technology now. <clears throat> so, I mean, because you look at the uh, the stealth fighter that was flying in the 80s. I have you a know. question about macroaggression. Okay. Really, because I'm that's tired. A, that's called a punch in the face is a macroaggression. <laughs> yeah. No, or... I have a question about, about microaggression because I'm tired of the space program conversation. Oh, okay. <laughs> You brought it up. Good work. I know. So on Facebook, there's a little thing on the news feed now that talks about Brown University stocking yeah. tampons. But the, the... Stocking or stocking? Yeah, that. Not stalk. So, so okay. it says, Just wondering. there's a quote. Because that'd be from, weird. There's, there's a quote that was posted by HuffPost Queer Voices. What? We wanted people to recognize that this issue affects trans students as well. And How? Menstruation oh. is experienced by more than just those who identify as women, and that not all people who identify as women menstruate. Okay, but ready? The microaggression is this. They showed a picture of jumbo tampons. Interesting. Jum jumbo tampons. That's what it says. So it is for a bullet wound. It says jumbo. <laughs> Shotgun. Huh. 50 jumbo. cal. Jumbo. Wow. Wait. What? So are are you saying the subtle insinuation? Now is that the size or the number that are in a box? <laughs> This is a conversation that we really have no standing in. <laughs> no, I mean, we don't. Don't know. Because at a certain point when you're married, you finally give in and go, you yes, dear, miss. I'll go down. And, and I don't remember ever. I I don't think it has anything I, to do with quantity. It's are not, you sure? It is Positive. not quantity. Positive. It's not quantity. It is I not. I sure. So like... It's not quantity. No. Nope. Bigfoot has a so... daughter, grows up, and is menstruating. Jumbo. Okay, so I'm and sorry. I'm spent. I am sorry, Alan. There are so many way bad go, way, places you can go with this. Hey, on a on a good note, I I am not able to make it next week, so this oh, won't hey. happen again. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I do actually have another commitment next week, so oh, you won't have to put up with this again. Alan is now going to edit out everything. All of it. The whole thing's done. You know what? We're just scrapping the show. I forgot to push record anyway. We're done. He's got me listed on a separate track, and that's just going to disappear. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, I'm going to have to edit this for uh, vile content, like foul words, uh, just because I'm not going to say them. Disturbing security footage surfaced overnight at of political skate punk band Make America Skate Again taking performance-enhancing lessons, causing a storm of controversy amongst musicians and critics alike. Wait, performance-enhancing? Lessons, yeah. What? Isn't that called practice with a coach? What? I was, I was disappointed when I heard MASA took lessons, former fan Brody Hunt said. I missed the days the musical inspiration was just drugs, alcohol, sex, and violence. This is totally unethical. Where is the passion? 
This is the onion. This has <laughs> got to be the onion. Fans say a stark change in the band's live shows indicated something was amiss. Can't believe I fell for it. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> Dude, they played effing notes and stuff. I'm not talking power chords, dude. <laughs> Usually it's just a mess of noise and off-key yelling. <laughs> don't get me wrong, it sounded way better, but bands don't get that good overnight. Make America Skate Again underwent a battery of tests following early accusations of use of performance-enhancing lessons known in the music industry as PELs. We found only one member of Massa exhibiting signs of alcohol or drug use, Dr. Jackie Woods said. Even more disturbing, all members showed increased cognition and memory, and their fine motor skills were off the charts. All clear red flags for PEL use. It's an effing bummer, bra. <laughs> That's what the doctors. <laughs> oh, brother. <clears throat> well, it wasn't it Babylon B. It worked. No, they're not going to have that kind of language. Here's another story that's kind of shocking. Local punk rock fan and avid Facebook user Jeremy Germ announced today that he is maybe attending 67 shows this weekend. <laughs> you know anything about Facebook? <laughs> uh, despite hitting... <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It took me a it took me a bit. That's funny. It, it did. Despite hitting maybe on sixty seven hardcore shows, metal fests, indie concerts, rock and roll gigs, acoustic sessions, and intimate parties he wasn't invited to, sources close to the situation say it's most likely that Germ will most likely just stay home and watch Netflix. You never know though, Germ said. Someone on the event page might be able to give me a ride. When asked if he felt like it was even possible to attend that many events in one weekend, Jim was blunt. Maybe. Nice. Feet firmly planted in midair. That was great. Because I don't know how many times I've been invited to things and I put in maybe. maybe. <laughs> Fully intending never to show up. <clears throat> well, that's not true. Headline, dad patiently waits in car outside Burning Man for eight days. <laughs> Uh, this from the Hard Times Net. Hardtimes.net. The rock and roll onion, apparently. Kind of funny. Maybe not. I got nothing left. Jay's amused. Yeah. Local man. Bill <laughs> Arlington is reportedly confident that the new Apple, the Apple's newest iPhone, the 7, will finally be the object that fulfills his innermost longing. <laughs> Reclining at his desk while speaking to reporters Thursday, Arlington proudly displayed his collection of obsolete products, ranging from the very first iteration of the iPhone all the way through the iPhone 6S Plus, which was cutting edge until the week after it was released. <laughs> Quote, some people question whether iPhone 7 will be the one to do the trick, Arlington said excitedly. But I mean, this beast has dual lens cameras, wireless earbuds, and even a processor that's marginally faster than the last one. Imagine that! Surely this one will fulfill my in my innate desire for purpose and fulfillment. Arlington's speech then trailed off as he stared out the window at nothing of note. Maybe I'll get it in jet black. That'll definitely satisfy my inherent ache for meaning, he added. 
At publishing time, Arlington had ordered his new PlayStation 4 to replace his aging PlayStation 3, which was still in good working order, but had reportedly somehow failed to fill the gap in his heart. Local man Watching all the fish swim away He no work, he just sleep and play Sitting here on the sand Sunny land Sunny Coconut land Coconut coming down all the time All the time Milk she sweeter than honey wine Honey wine Sitting here on the sand He's a local man He's a local man <laughs> Local man Sweat. Going ocean to get him wet Sitting here on the sand He's a local man It's local man from the Folksman, everybody Here on the David Allen Show If you're a mighty wind affectionado hey. That means something Local man When he want to sweat Going ocean to get him wet Sitting here on the sand Sitting here on the sand Sitting here on the sand That's right, local man Little local man, everybody Because why not? Speaking uh, I, of space I, program, did you yeah. hear the astronomers? They they have they received a signal from ninety five light years away. Mm-hmm. We're not alone. No, they received a signal from ninety five light years away that was anom- uh wasn't the typical si- signal, but that happens all the time. <clears throat> yeah, but this one's different. <clears throat> Oh, do you have a copy of it? Hmm? Do you have a... Are you going to play it? No. A close family member of mine said that this one was different, and, and this just proves that there's... It's out there, 95 light years away. Next to a red dwarf. My, uh... No life could live next to a red dwarf. <laughs> I, I didn't expect this to be a real conversation. You know, if something sends a signal to us from 95 light years away, we we should just give up. <laughs> I mean, clearly they're smarter. It's like at that point, what are what are we beaming? Right. What are we beaming out there? Well, I mean, here, here's I mean some real news for you. No, that was real news. Sophia Richie, celebrity progeny and Yeezy model, is per- probably most well known for being associated. With Justin Bieber's decision to make his Instagram account private recently after she endured cyberbullying from fans of the singer. She became involved in one of the seri- one of a series of events involving Bieber and his ardent fans, involving a brief interlude between the promised singer and his ex, Selena Gomez, 
which spawned the very excellent hashtag Selena ended Justin party hashtag. In an interview with Billboard Thursday, the model talked about her relationship with the Biebs. Quote, we have a special relationship. Justin is very easy to talk to, and that's hard to find with people in Los Angeles. As far as the drama that's gone down, Richie is taking it in stride. I'm going to be real with you. It, period, doesn't, period, bother, period, me, period, as long as I'm happy. But no period. <laughs> That's the, I mean, yeah. That's what our kids are listening to. Well, no, no, maybe not mine. <laughs> Some people's kids. Kids, kids. <clears throat> uh, just for fun as we wrap up here, uh, we're going to go look at the charts real quick. U.S. Top 50. Ready? Ready? Yes. Whoa, for the first time in a long time, the top four. Johnny Cash. Are not. Not Johnny Cash. Explicit. Oh. How strange. Number one. Top chart right here. Top chart. Number one in the United States today. Adele. Carrie. Kate, Katy Perry. I was doing just fine before I met you. This is Bieber after puberty. <laughs> no? Okay, sorry. I don't listen to him much. Daily plays ready on Spotify 2.4 million. Who is it? The Chainsmokers. Their voice is so deep. <laughs> That's funny. They're actually six. <laughs> hey, Ma. Ma. Give me some Cheetos. So then, number two. Bieber. That's Bieber. Number two. Everybody gets high sometimes. Yeah. Song so, title, Cold Water. So he hasn't so gone through puberty yet? <laughs> he talks about it, though. Oh. Your own. Okay. Okay. Um, number four on the charts. Let me love you. It's the DJ Snake version of a Justin Bieber song. So Bieber has two of the top four songs in the U.S. right now. Wow. Well, good for him. Yep. <clears throat> Finally, a Canadian that, that has become successful. Uh, except for all the other ones. Then we get down to number 15. Yeah, this is what the girls Selena. This is what the little girls are listening to. Selena Gomez? Hey. How did he know that? Well, because you went from <laughs> Bieber to Yeah, number 15. What's the What's the theme here? Sex. I can't play half of these cuz they're explicit. Okay, we get to 25, we get some actual talent. I think. This was all you. Adele? Mm -hmm. It's 
next though. Same theme. I heard the definition of R&B is gospel music, but rather singing it to God, you sing it to a woman. Or, uh, I'm sorry, the object of your affection rather than being God is a woman. So, you know, so I've I've got a 16-year-old daughter. Mm -hmm. Goes to public school. Mm -hmm. I've got a grandkid. Oh, whoa, holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a 25-year-old. 25. I have a 26. 25, 24, and 16. Anyway. Do you know... I'm the young one here. I don't even know how many hours I spend between my wife and I per week dealing with screen time or media monitoring. Media monitoring. Really? Oh, yeah. She comes home. We're those weird parents that just don't give open access. We just don't. So, jerk. I know. Controlling. So when she wants to buy a song, we have to approve the lyrics. Yeah. And the intent or the meaning. So she'll come to us sometimes. There's no cuss words in this song. But it's a song like this. <laughs> right. That's right. all about, you know, rub up mm-hmm. against me or whatever. I, I I don't even know how many hours we spend per week media monitoring. Because it's constant. Mm-hmm. She'll come home, hey, I heard this song on the bus. Because they've got radios on the bus now. And it's the, it's mm-hmm. the top yeah, 40 top or stuff, whatever yeah. it is. I remember... I mean, don't you remember back in the day when you actually were like that? Well, my parents probably should have media monitored me. Oh, me too. I mean, I was listening to stuff that, you know, I mean, I was middle 80s. I was listening to heavy metal stuff that probably shouldn't have been listening to. But, you know, Ozzy Osbourne, Metallica, Black Sabbath. I mean, I shouldn't have been. It wasn't. I don't know. I can't say it was different, but it's I don't know. Somehow I think it's different, but I don't. I don't know if it really is. But yeah, I, me, I, we spend. I bet you. I bet you. In any given week, if you combine the two of us, we probably spend conservatively ten hours a week wow. in some form of media monitoring. Whether it's she want, you know, it's. I mean, I'm the guy. They use Chromebooks at their school. Mm-hmm. So I, in order for her to use her Chromebook, I've required that I have her Google password. So I check her browsing history Mm -hmm. throughout the day once in a while when I'm at work, just, just to see where she's going Mm -hmm. and she knows it. And if she ever changes her password, (laughs) she loses, she loses her electronics. I just can't, I, I don't know how, how parents think by not monitoring i just don't well at one at one time you didn't have i mean this is the new normal because once the internet became what the internet is everything changed because before that you need something paper yeah so my daughter's best friend is a pastor's kid Mm mm-hmm they give her a phone, complete open access, yep. full yeah. open access. Yeah. I just, yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. This is the David Allen Show. DavidAllenShow.com. Uh, once again, we've had a fantastic evening with... Uh, this is talent. 
This, right betcha. this, <laughs> this is awesome. Oh man, Stevie oh, Ray Vaughan, baby. baby. I hear tell that he used to play calluses on his fingers, and then he would play them off his fingers, and then he would super glue them back on and play some more. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what was. else you do. Fantastic, yeah. Yeah. Well, this uh, this wraps down this crazy show we've had tonight. Y'all. Leave on a high note. Because in reality, in this world, as a Christian, you kind of have to walk a tightrope. Yeah. Should. Yeah. DavidAllenShow.com Send us an email DavidAllenShow at gmail.com We're on Facebook at David Allen Show Subscribe on iTunes Tell your friends Mail some cash Tell your friends That's the biggest thing <laughs> no, Cash is okay too though. Yeah, Maybe yeah. We should uh, uh, we, We'll be back live next Thursday again Yep Sans That guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> I, I wouldn't invite me back either. This is the David Allen Show. We're going to go out on a high note today. We, uh, it's been fun. It's been real. And, I think it's been real, real fun. fun. Yeah, yeah. Any last words, gents? Tampons, gorillas, and crackers. Uh... <laughs> I got nothing. Have a good night. Toodles.